0: Yeah, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. That's jizzing everywhere. You are bad at this. <laughs> oh, God. This podcast
2: is not going to be airable. We're three friends that love to get a good buzz and talk about our favorite books and comic books. This is Inebriated Analysis. <laughs> oh, holy shit. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Inebriated an Analysis. I am. Shane, no nickname today, Thomas. I'm TJ. I am the Knight.
0: I am <laughs> Vengeance. I'm super fucking stoked for this. I'm Mark. I have a Ninja Turtle beer.
2: And off to the side, as sometimes, we have Kirby, our sound gnome. Gnome?
0: That's He's a goblin.
2: Goblin? Like he's very, more. I feel like he's more sound chaotic. Goblin. Okay.
1: Yeah. Our sound goblin, Kirby. But he has a solid beard. I feel like that's more gnomish. Beards have, you know, gnomes. Beards have gnomes. gnomes yeah. <laughs> beards
0: do have gnomes. We all love David the gnome. David the beard as I yeah. No, uh it doesn't goblins can have beards, man. Make, can make up your own canon.
1: Oh yeah.
3: I'm, I'm
1: revisualizing it now in my head. I for
4: goblin just because goblin energy. Cuz he's goblin these all nuts.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, Uh Mark
2: what book are we talking about today? We
0: are talking about Batman year 1.
2: Someone is excited. Oh,
0: my God. I'm tired of being the guy who hates everything on this fucking podcast. Uh, I'm so excited. It's so good. It was very short, which also means I was able to read it in, like, four hours and not stress out about the next book we ever read.
2: So. So, the drink we have to go with Batman Year One is a Dark and Stormy. Because Batman is dark and brooding-like, and he is the knight. So, the Dark and Stormy also uses ginger ale or ginger beer, and Bruce Wayne normally doesn't drink. If he Bruce does, Wayne is a ginger. If he does drink, he will typically mix it with ginger ale so that he can not consume mass quantities of alcohol, so he can stay sober, so he can fight crime. So, for today's Dark and Stormy, we have some lime juice, we have some uh, George Bowman rum and we have a little bit of ginger beer.
0: So is this because I'm a, a like a simple bitch that when I drink this I want salt to be around the rim? Because this just tastes like a kind of like a margarita, like American margarita.
2: Yeah, it's pr- the lime. I mean, the lime and the ginger are definitely gonna be good for you.
0: I read to tequila though. Yeah, I'm very basic. I don't even know what the fuck's in a margarita.
2: So I mean, I could see that. I don't want this one salty, but I could see how somebody would would want some salt with their lime. That'd
1: be good. Be down with that. Don't. Good so, enough.
2: so it's, it, this again, we're, we're drinking this on, on a cold day. It was actually snowing today. Um This I think is better for a summer night, a hot summer night. It's kind of a refreshing drink. Uh, Also, what
0: was the alcohol content of this Ninja Turtle beer? Because I am definitely a little more buzzed than I should be, having only drank half of it. So
2: that is an Imperial uh, Stout. This was our pre-game beer that we had called Shell Shock, which you might recognize from the last episode when I was drinking that. Uh, It is a 10% ABV.
4: Oh, that that (laughs) tracks. Imperial
2: (laughs) Stout. That makes sense.
1: I, I feel like there's something that psychologically goes on when you drink something like a beer and it's higher alcohol. It's almost like it sneaks the alcohol in and you get well,
0: drunk drink faster. It, I, I, yeah. Especially cause I drink normally, like, especially when I go out to the, like, the bar or whatever. Um, I just drink like piss beer. Like I'll drink Bud Light or, or Coors Light or whatever, just cause I, I want essentially something that's will quench my thirst. Um, and I don't care if I get drunk and I don't want to just drink water cause I'm at a bar. Um, so I've been drinking this like it is just water. Um, that is a mistake. (laughs) That was, that is not how you should drink
2: those things. Nope. Um, so what, what is, what was your initial impressions of this book?
0: So good. It's so good.
2: Well, it's it's a a
0: perfect Batman story.
2: Well, I mean, I don't mean necessarily mean like the story itself. Like when you first cracked it open and saw it, it's, it's dated. Like the, I feel like the art style is a little dated. Um,
1: super basic.
0: It's very basic, which I think does the basicness does work too. It's, uh, strength but I will say that like I'm not a huge fan of um, writing as opposed to like printed type for for thought bubbles or for um, uh, in, in, internal monologues. I'm not a fan of like it being written and in this you you get the internal monologue of both uh, Bruce Wayne and Jim Gordon and so they do have like different styles. To identify which one is thinking,
1: you don't usually
0: like that. as I don't because it's really fucking hard to read, especially oh, okay. the the further back in time in comics you go. Um, like Bruce Wayne to emphasize, like Jim Gordon being a, a streetwise, tough, and and a blue collar man, and Bruce Wayne being this you know elevated, rich person. Bruce Wayne's inner monologue is written in cursive, and cursive is fine. And but cursive in tiny print that someone that has to tiny print when they they do it, and then it gets mass. You know, publicize, uh, publicize um, never really is that clear to me. So there are definitely sections of Bruce Wayne's um, inner monologue where I had to either reread it or I misread it the first time because the the words just were too smushed together.
1: I meant to research it, but I I don't know if this was one of the first times where they do the like a diary instead of just their inner monologue. It was actually it feels like it's a diary entry. Like you're reading their journals, like yeah. a war journal.
0: It, it does feel like that. It doesn't seem like it doesn't really seem like. Jim Gordon is the person who would journal but I, I do I do get that it does feel like sometimes sometimes it's not just active uh thoughts it is like a, a thought that is a reflection of like what has happened so yeah. that's a good point yeah
1: it feels like Batman is keeping tabs like I did this it didn't work you know
0: oh yeah Batman has stacks of like moleskin uh, journals yeah
1: I like that I thought that was kind of cool because it was different than the normal internal monologue that you get in mm-hmm. a comic so I thought that was kind of cool
2: yeah I when I first opened it, I, I was kind of afraid because my initial impression was V for Vendetta. Yeah. Like the, the artwork kind of like I look, it's a, li- it, a little, it's like if, if the art from V for Vendetta was a rough draft for this. Right. Yeah. Like right. I think this is a little bit better. It's a little more colorful. It's, it's more dynamic. Clearer. It's more clear. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but at that first, I opened the book I'm like, oh, man, is this going to be another V? Like, I was like, it's probably not. It's Batman. Like this, this is. Well, without looking it up, I think they came out roughly the same year. Same decade, if nothing else. The, the color palettes are very, very similar. Yeah, like they use very a lot sub-due. of the same shading, a lot of the same colors.
0: Yes, I um, loved it. I loved every aspect. I loved everything. Like there are a couple of nitpicks I have about this, but for the most part, this was so good. And again, like I said, I'm tired of being the guy who just poops on everything. Oh my! No, my, my notes are not in order. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I that's mean, a struggle. I the oh, struggle Lord. of the
2: ADHD brain, folks. Oh
0: crap, me crab baskets. Okay, who wants to go for? Who wants we'll to take, start while well, well, you my... organize
2: your thoughts. Yeah. So th- this story starts off with Jim Gordon coming from was it Chicago? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's coming from no, Chicago, no right. going to Gotham. He's gotten a new job, and they hint at like there's there, there's a hint as if he has done something wrong in the past. He's gotten in trouble somehow, like you know, administrative trouble, you know, whatever. Like he's got he's got a mark on his record. Well, so he and, he, he 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 references specifically that um, the next time
0: he investigates a cop, he's going to do it the right way or whatever. So it seems as though like when he was in Chicago, he was still to Jim Gordon. We know. Uh, which this actually kind of makes him not the Jim Gordon we know. He he's, he was investigating a dirty cop, but maybe he did it the wrong way. Maybe he was too brash about it. He, uh, you know, like, instead of following procedure, he just, like, beat the shit out of the guy. I don't know. Because Jim Gordon in this comic is a
3: badass.
2: Okay, maybe I missed that part. I felt like there was some background information on Jim Gordon that we I didn't get or I missed as I was reading this. Because it felt like... He had a mark on his record, like he had done. Is like he, like thankfully, Gotham is willing to give me an opportunity. Like I'm going here because there's nowhere else to go. Nobody was going to take me because of this thing that I did. And then also later on, he gets into a fight with a guy, and and, and he one of the other bad cops, and and he he mentions like, oh, he's you know he's had special forces training. Or whatever. Oh, and I, and I, I, and I think then, but I think Jim Gordon says, but luckily I've had the same kind of training or something like that. But it, I, I don't remember how it was worded, but, That's it, in it, my notes, it, yes. but it implied that Jim Gordon had some kind of specialized training. Yeah. And, but it's like, I want the details on that. Like, I want like, like the Jim Gordon we had today. What was Jim Gordon before he became a cop? Like, what got him yeah. these skills and got him to where he is I'm, today? I'm
0: sure that exists somewhere. Um, and if it doesn't, it needs to. So the, the comic starts off. And it is Bruce Wayne flying back into to Gotham. And Jim Gordon is taking the train back into Gotham. And both of them are, like, f- irritated because they should have taken the other yeah. method. Like, Batman or Bruce Wayne should have flown in, or should have came in on the train to be more with the people to find out what the gritty crime is like. Uh, and Jim Gordon is like, well, I'm glad that I made Barbara fl- fly I, his yeah. wife, because, like, this is fucking garbage. Um, but, like, the first note I have here is, in regards to that detective you're talking about, Detective Flass, I believe... Um, he is, he picks Jim Gordon up from the airport, and he is, um, I, may, I don't think it's in this panel, but later on, he is wearing a, uh, a Gotham City High School Letterman's jacket, and he's a fucking detective in the Gotham police, and he just gives, like, this, like, Chad, like, peaked in high school energy,
3: yeah,
0: um, and it's fucking great,
1: yeah, yeah, it's like the <clears throat> archetypical bully, but not in, like, a cliche way, but like, I just in a way you love to hate him, mm-hmm. like he did did it so well. Yeah, yeah. I I made the note. I, I love the dichotomy of Bruce Wayne, like the way they go back and forth, and they just have these like they're trying to tackle the same problem and they're in completely yeah. different ways. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, because so I mean the the title of mm-hmm. of the book is Batman Year One, but I this definitely feels more like a, a Jim Gordon story, yeah, Jim. Than, than a mm-hmm. than a Bruce Wayne yeah. or a Batman story. Yeah, I mean, we, we do, we do see, like, uh, Mark and I were talking before the show how this, it's not an origin story. It's more of a, this is, this is the first year of him being Batman. So he's figuring out how he's going to do the Batman thing. Like, he's already become Batman, so it's not an origin. He's just figuring out how he's gonna do it. But it's, but you're, but it's, it's almost like that's a side story. Like, we're, we're seeing Bruce Wayne figure out his superhero gimmick,
1: but we're really seeing the birth of Jim Gordon as the gem that we have. I, I like it when, um, superhero stories are taken, like, from the point of view of a normal person. Yes. It, it gives it a, It's grounded in the best way possible. Like, grounding kind of became a cliche word for a while where it didn't really mean anything. Everyone was trying to, oh, this is grounded. This is grounded. But this is, like, truly grounded in a a great way.
0: I agree. Like, that's that's one of the things that I don't necessarily like about Batman movies. Because, like, Batman movies and and superhero movies in general have to be created for a a broad audience that is not a comic book, or are not comic book fans. And what people... Like so, the critiques that come from superhero movies, specifically Batman movies, is like, um, you know, Batman's supposed to be this dark, brooding character, but like he's just a dude. How does he get away with all this shit? And in this comic specifically, that you you see scenes of him like setting up his bullshit, and then when if you if you think about it, when the bullshit happens, that is how people are experiencing it. So there's a scene in the comic book where uh, you know a bunch of rich and powerful figures in Gotham City are having a fancy dinner because eat the rich etc and they're just talking about oh the Batman's so mysterious this is Batman's weird and then the side thing that's happening like in alternating panels is Batman is taking like systematically taking out all of their drivers and all of their their bodyguards and stuff so he can set up some floodlights. And, and just like scare these people Like he is, Batman is extra as fuck And the whole thing is Batman just setting up some floodlights Dropping a grenade and cutting the power And Batman just sending a message uh, The message is roughly Ah, oh, you guys, you bad guys I'm, I'm gonna get you. Yeah. And so all these rich people Their only interaction with Batman is Him cutting the lights And then saying I'm gonna fucking get you And then bouncing So the way that normal citizens interact with Batman is that he is this mysterious fucking figure that, like, dresses in all black, shows up, beats the fuck out of people, and then leaves.
3: Yeah.
1: So when... When they're normally in control. Exactly. They control everything, and now he's controlling something. So,
0: you know, when we see it as a goers, you know, we see the internal struggle of Bruce Wayne, how he's still sad about his parents dying, but citizens in Gotham just see... Big dude, show up, beat the fuck out of people, and get the hell out of there. Sometimes getting shot and then still running away. So I, I, I like that this does it does kind of ground it in the, in what you were saying um, that we get to see that. But if you look through it from the perspective of like you know when when Batman is actually just interacting with the citizens of Gotham, then you you get to see kind of how Batman gets away with the bullshit that he gets away with. Yeah. Um, in. Like they're, I think it's like chapter three. Where Detective Flask is is discussing, um, you know, they're starting to put together a task force for Batman and, and how to get him. Uh, detect Detective Flask does not describe him as a man. Like he has wings. He is, yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. That was Batman. great. Yeah,
1: I love the psychology of that. Like mm-hmm. it really affects people like that. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. to
0: that point, like bats are not fucking scary.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess it depends.
0: I like I understand childhood drama and everything, but like. Bats aren't fucking scary.
1: Yeah.
0: A bat is not scary. I,
1: I, I'm not scared of bats, but I know people who are, so...
0: Like, I'm, I'm scared of birds, but, like, I'm scared of birds because they, like, have precise flying and maneuverability to, like, claw my eyes out. Yeah. Bats don't. Now, in the scene in which Batman has developed son- sonar technology to, like, draw all the bats to him and shit... That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because that's a bunch of flying yeah. rabid weasels. Yeah. But... Uh,
1: what was that? The swarm. I yeah. think we're all like, like, uh, what is it? We're like genetically, like yeah. subconsciously afraid of swarms. So, yeah, that's a great mechanical. There's a lot of things I like about this comic. Yes. One, I love that Batman fucks up all the time. I love that. He's so bad at it. it. It's so exciting though, because like when he does everything right, it's just boring. That's what happened to Superman. Like every time Superman ran into a problem, he had an ability to help yep. him overcome that problem. It just gets boring. But like the fact that he's like struggling to figure out how to become Batman makes it like you just on the edge of your seat the whole time. And I love that he doesn't have any gadgets for the most part. I mean, he calls the bats in yeah. later, but for the most part, he's like, I, what do I do here? You know? Well, I
0: mean, he's got the, he's got bat rings and he's got like, in, the ch- in chapter four, he's got like the bat. Fucking paraglider, but
1: basics. They're like basic they're, shit. They're, they're really not like they're not shit, like yes. a specific. Like in the comics, he always has a thing for yeah. a thing. like yeah, yeah, shark spray no, that shark repellent. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, he he hasn't he hasn't had all those encounters yet to develop that specific niche tool. Mm. I mean, the first time he really we see him do anything, he just goes and walks through the red light district with the yep. with a jacket on. Like he he, he cuts his face. He's like, well, maybe I got to cut him. No, side no, of my that's face. just
0: fucking stage makeup, dude. Yeah, well, Bruce Wayne yeah. okay,
2: does well, not cut right, his face. Well, whatever. he he, he marks his face. Up, it's like, well, I don't want somebody to recognize me right off the bat, but like, he doesn't have a costume yet. He's just putting on, make himself look like he's cut up a little bit or something to take yes. away from what he looks like.
1: I love, I love too that the, um so no gadgets. And then I love that like, like in my mind, like Batman would never be able to work with Gordon because G- Gordon's like a straight lace, yeah. like by the book cop. Like, I think when when we're talking about, like, how he got in trouble with Chicago, I think it was more politics. I think maybe he was being too by the book, and he's like, I need to be better at politics mm-hmm. so I can get these dirty cops off the force, you know. I probably was too by the book, and that's what got kicked off the force there. But um I love that they set up a scenario where they could be friends, but it's the most believable scenario that could possibly exist. Like, it was like somebody did the calculus mm-hmm. on how could you get some, like, a, a vigilante and a straight-laced cop to actually work together, and I feel like this is the story. I, I, I don't
0: know. I, I've always considered Commissioner Gordon as, like, someone who, I don't know. I, I like the, the alignment grids of DD, which I know you don't play d but just in general. The but idea, I know them. Yeah, the, the idea that, like, Batman in as a persona is, like, neutral evil. Um, as, as, as criminals understand him, but Batman as a character and, and Bruce Wayne is lawful good. Um, like he has a very strict set of laws sure. and, and things that he, d- he does are clearly lawful good. Like brother, I, the idea that like he monitors everyone at all times over the whole world, despite privacy and, and morality, that is a very lawful good thing to do. Uh, I'm going to do the good thing. And I'm going to enforce the laws regardless of whether or not you give. But a they're shit.
1: his laws,
0: exactly. They're his laws, and I think Jim Gordon moves more towards neutral good or chaotic good. Really? At, yes, because he he starts this comic very lawful neutral, like everything is we're gonna we're gonna follow laws, we're gonna do it by the book, and then he immediately watches Detective Flash beat the shit out of some people for no reason. Um, and shortly after that he gets, because of how he is being lawful neutral, <clears throat> um, Detective Flask and a bunch of people beat the fuck out of him. And then Jim Gordon, who, you know, lawful something, maybe not lawful neutral, maybe lawful good, um, but he then says, oh, okay, so I'm just going to beat the fuck out of these guys too. And he follows Detective Flask, finds out, you know, finds out that the, this poker game that's going on. And that is specifically where Shane is like, you know, in, in the Detective Flask beats the fuck out of people for no reason, he mentions the Green Beret. And then in this one I'm talking about where he falls into the por- poker game to get revenge on him. Um, that's where he, he squares off against Detective Flask and says, It's been a while since I fought a Green Beret, but it's he's going to need a handicap. And throws Detective Flask a bat. And then beats the shit out of a guy who's like 6'6", and played football, clearly, because he had a fucking uh, high school jersey, or high school jacket. Uh, beats the fuck out of him while he's wheeling about bat and then strips him naked and leaves him cold in the snow. That is not someone who is at that moment lawful because he's breaking a law to do that. Yeah. Um, and I would say that there are definitely certain aspects of how he interacts with Batman um, that move towards just doing the most good possible. Yeah. Um, you know, towards the, in, in the fourth chapter when he actually encounters Bruce Wayne in his Bruce Wayne persona um, which we'll talk about here in a minute. I'm sure. Um, he he makes a point to say, "Oh, my glasses are off, so I can't see anything without yeah. my glasses on." But you should probably get out of here.
1: Yeah, I think I think like what ends up happening is like I think uh, Jim Gordon ends up starts off as like a lawful good. Like yeah. I think that's honestly I think that's why he got kicked off the Chicago court. Uh, it was just too good. Yeah, like he did something to offend somebody. But I think he uh, starts. I think he makes his own law. And just like Bruce Wayne makes his own law, they just don't necessarily yeah. line up. And like I feel like this story... They do kind finds,
0: of meet each other in the middle. Yeah, of the
1: they find of this, that gray you know. area where they can overlap. And I feel like this story does such a brilliant job of like m- manifesting that.
2: Yeah, I, I would say that. I, I get the Lawful Good vibe from Gordon, but I think he merges into a neutral good where... Yeah. He, he, he's neutral good because he... he He understands that there's two sides of like he understands there's a lawful good and a chaotic good and that you need both sides. So like in his day to day life, he functions in a lawful good, but he knows Batman's out there doing the chaotic
1: good thing. Even the way he handles, he's intermediating between that. Even the way he handles Flas, he gives him a bat. So he's not really assaulting him. He's letting Flask assault him, and he, yeah. and he turns into a defense thing. Yeah. It's kind of brilliant, right. like, way to still kind of maintain a lawful good.
0: Well, and also the idea that, like, he gives him the bat and then beats the shit out of him, knowing that Detective Flask will never say anything because right. he's ass beat by Gordon.
2: and Yeah. With a handicap. Yeah, with a handicap. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. But and, you know, that's the kind of – that right there is why I want to read or see – the the real Jim Gordon like origin story like where where did he come from like be of, careful like... what you wish for because <laughs> yeah. the show Gotham yeah, I is that I, and it was really good for like a minute right but like even like the like penny like I want a Pennyworth show yeah. but of Gordon like what what was he before he was a cop because if this guy has if he's fought yeah. Green Berets before. Where did you fight Green Berets and and why? I I think
0: that is what Gotham was. And I I liked Gotham. I liked that Gotham
2: started out
0: uh, the way Gotham started out. But the problem is um, everyone's like, this isn't a Batman show. And then it was, oh, people like Batman. This is a Batman show now. And here's Poison Ivy. But as a kid, that's weird. So we'll just age her up for no reason. And now she's an adult Poison Ivy. But there's still this weird, like sexy but she's 16 so that's weird so we shouldn't make her sexy but she's definitely like still being sexy because Bruce Wayne's in it and Bruce Wayne's a 16 year old and so Bruce Wayne as a 16 year old has to find Catwoman sexy so like they're that's the thing but they're still fucking teenagers but that's okay because Poison Ivy's like 30 now that's how God and then also Joker shows up but it's not Joker but then Joker has a twin but it's also still not Joker but he takes his fucking face off like Joker <laughs> it was so weird
1: yeah. I only saw like one or two episodes yeah. of Gotham. I actually I, saw The Joker one and I was like, I'm glad I don't watch this show. I really, I saw that I really
0: like him because he was in uh, fucking shameless. No, I think he's a great actor. And he
1: was in the Star yeah, Wars no, game. He did a good yeah, job. No, oh my god. I just thought the writing was like
0: It what? was very bad. And fucking Harvey Bullock was the guy from um that one uh, sitcom, and he was also in Blade. He's in Blade. So <laughs> Let's just the bring dude. this to a fucking Blade? hole. So yeah, um so uh do you the in, in the show Gotham the guy that played Harvey Dent was also in The Blade movie as like Deacon Frost's like second hand tangents are great because <laughs> I've had 10% beer. Mmm. What else do you got? What else are your notes? Let me pull out my okay. notes. So, no, uh, Batman Begins.
1: Struggling. So, the movie, like, I think, I feel like Batman Begins, like I feel like nobody could commit to this story, but it would be a great movie, because I think this would be a scary movie to make for producers. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's so grounded that, like, uh, it doesn't have the exci- some of the exciting Batman elements. So, I yeah. feel like Batman Begins was, like, a ramped-up version of this to, like, yeah. try to appeal to everyone who knows, like, adam west batman all the other iterations of batman we still have everything everybody else likes about batman but we all but it's all at the same time they were trying to capture that batman begins story um but i feel like this story would be really awesome if they could someone could pull it off as a batman movie so i
0: was telling shane about this and he hasn't seen uh patterson's batman but this... Patterson's Batman is, is like year two Batman. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you could read this comic and then go straight into Patterson's Batman. Yep. Because Patterson's Batman, they they don't really... Tr- like, the cops don't really trust Batman, right. but they still let him go yeah. the, in the crime scene. And it, it does feel like if they were to make a prequel to that, that it would be this. And I think they could get That's away a with point. making this for like $60 million or some shit. Like, a very low-budget Batman movie. Yeah, I, I agree. That ends with, oh, and the Joker is...
3: But
1: they did that in Batman Begins already. They, yeah. they they stole so many great moments from this, but they couldn't commit to the heart. Like they had to add Russell Gools and ninjas, yeah. and they had to add and Scarecrow. Uh, I,
0: f- I keep forgetting that Scarecrow was in the first yeah. Batman movie.
1: They added so much because they couldn't trust this kind of like excellent storytelling.
0: Yeah. Well, not not to launch something. You know, they were trying to compete at that time with Spider Man and yeah. X Men. So.
1: But that's kind of the best competition—is go to another direction. Yeah, you know, yes, I I agree. But. When the market's saturated.
2: Well, and if you if you did that story, I, I feel like that would. And I know DC it tends to be darker than Marvel and whatnot. But like doing a darker, grainier. Like th- I feel like if you were to make this into a movie, you should do like old school. You know, like make it look older and rougher and yes. and darker and grainier. Like I don't. You gotta like, you gotta watch Patterson's Batman. Then. Yeah, and and like I ha- like I haven't heard bad things about Patterson's Batman, and I intend to watch it. The, it's just three hours. It's, it's like three right, hours. Right, of right, hours I I get, fucking movie. well, and also I like it's the it's hard for me to separate him from Twilight. Like that, I know. I know. You mean
0: it's hard for him for you to separate him from Cedric Diggory? You son of a
1: bitch. <laughs> He was Cedric Diggory? Yeah. That innocent
2: little I Hufflepuff?
0: I, don't, I yes. don't remember that. Well, he if di- your daughter, he died for Harry
1: Potter's sick. If your daughter loved mm-hmm. Harry Potter as much as mine does, mm-hmm. you'll end up watching yeah. it 30 times okay. every That's year. not.
2: Like, I enjoy Harry Potter. I'd rather watch Harry Potter 30 times a year than Twilight 30 times a oh, year. Oh, me? So, no, I, I'm very so, happy with that. I'm not complaining. So, I'm not complaining. Yeah, I can only hope. So, you yeah. know, unlike my wife, who insists on watching Twilight at least once.
1: Fortunately, well, it's not only at least perfect. once a year.
0: Not everyone's perfect. Uh, and, the, I mean, it does have that one guy from Ten Things I Hate about you or whatever.
1: Well, uh, the one thing I liked about the Patterson Batman was the like super like film noir aspect, but With,
0: yeah, and that's that's what I was trying to say. Like, other than the there was a lot of red lights, which I thought was weird. Um, but but that's kind of what Shane is describing, and I think that's yeah, why the gritty
1: noir, yeah, yeah. the
0: gritty new yes, noir. It it, it it does film like it. It looks like it is film. There is some like CG bullshit towards the end of yeah. it that every DC movie seems to have. But um, toward, at the very beginning, it it is a very like pale, bland movie. Yeah. Which, that is why, so I'm looking forward to whatever James Gunn does with DC, but that is why I hated Man of Steel, because Man of Steel uses all the same color palettes as a Batman movie, and that is not what Superman is. Mm. Superman is is the dude, I, I've said it on this podcast many times, Superman fights in the light, and yep. Batman fights in the dark.
1: And I think it could have worked, I still argue for that movie, I think it could have worked had it evolved into that, like... Let's start sure. in the shadows. Like this is guy yeah. hiding, and he comes out. But they never pay it off. They never pay no. it off. They never come into the light. He, yeah, I he, think I think he's that, always reluctant.
0: I'm still mad that they let Kevin Costner die because Superman. Oh can, God, that was the Superman stupidest part. Definitely of the whole. Punch thing. a tornado.
1: Yeah, that was just fucking the stupidest justification ever. It was absolutely garbage. All
4: right, let's. I, small I, tangent. Wasn't Kevin Costner in that fucking tornado movie? Perfect. He was. Oh,
0: he was. <laughs> That's in an obscured... storm, but not. Twi- I thought you were that... going to say twister. Yeah, no. I was thinking twister. No, no, no. That was. Uh... No, he was in twister. Oh it was, my god! Uh, not Bill... Bill.
1: Yeah, Bill. Not Burr. Bill.
0: <laughs> oh, no, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Because he's the only person. God who rest his kill... soul. He's the only person to be killed by an alien, a Terminator, a Predator, an Avenger, <laughs> and a tornado. Or maybe not a tornado, but is... uh, he was killed by an Avenger. Which Avenger? He was killed by uh, Agent Coulson in the uh, Agents of Shield show. Oh. I'm gonna count uh, Colson as an Avenger. Um, anyway, I was,
4: sorry, I was thinking like Game Over. Was that a game? callback yeah. to fucking Twister? Yeah, yeah. there we go.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was a that was a callback to Waterworld, saving everyone's career. Verbal, um, verbal. So uh, Batman has no superpowers, and yet can kick a tree in half. Yeah, that just we're just allowing humans to do that. Now? There, there
1: were Whoa, some. Hang on, s- if you've rough ever spots seen,
2: in it. If, if you've ever seen. Bloodsport, Jean Claude Van Damme kicks a fucking tree down. That's so.
1: true, but not that's side. a
2: movie. That's a, and which that, is obviously real. Jean Claude sure. Van
4: Damme. It's, <laughs> it's Jean Claude Van Damme. Same shit you've seen over and yeah. over and over, <laughs> and over <laughs> again.
0: Um, we were talking about this briefly before the podcast. We're not going to go into it, but Catwoman is sexy as fucking this. Yeah, she is. Um, and when she's introduced, she is clearly just dominating the shit on the screen. Yeah, she's a, a dominatrix. Awesome. Yeah. That yep. is, so I, I never understood, like, why Catwoman has a whip that wasn't a Cat 09 tails. Um, turns out this is why. Because she's a dominatrix. So, good honor.
1: Yeah, I, I would, I, I, it makes <laughs> me, like, I loved Batman Begins when it came out. But when I read this, it makes me not like Batman Begins. Like, this was, yeah. this is better.
0: There's, there's definitely, like, an element of, this in Batman Begins and Patterson's Batman. Just like in the killing joke, There's there are elements that are used for Batman uh, Dark Knight the Return, or Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, the Dark Knight and things like that. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's strong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I no, I wasn't ready for it. It's just <laughs> rub. It's just, it's just <laughs> rough. Ginger, Actually, I, ginger I made this run. one
2: with, with bourbon, but it's, yeah, it's...
1: <laughs> I have had three mimosas before I got here. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm going to be oh, fucked no. up.
1: The
2: current Batman comic run, I think uh, issue 131 or 132 is getting ready to come out. Uh, they, they just finished the... Uh, uh, Oh crap. What's there? Uh, Batman created this robot uh uh safe zone, I think was his name, maybe or something. Oh whatever. It, it was it failsafe. Yeah, Batman created uh this Batman
0: th- is the worst at naming Right,
2: track. right. So so he created Failsafe because because and it goes back to the whole when Superman is like, Well, you've got something for if any of us go bad, but what about you? Yeah. So then Batman's like, Oh yeah, you're right. So he goes back and creates Failsafe which is basically this robot that knows everything that Batman knows. It thinks the way that Batman thinks. And it's programmed so that if Batman ever kills anyone, it will re- automatically register that Batman's gone off the hook yeah. and will, will hunt down Batman and kill him. So in, in this, in the comic. What uh,
0: kind of has, does Terminator not exist in DC? Like Batman <laughs> built a Batman robot and that activates when Batman kills something. And then how does that not immediately devolve into,
2: well, I guess the best way to kill the human race because then Batman won't come. Well, so that's almost what, so, uh. Of course it is. So the penguin actually stages his own death because like it got to a point where Penguin's like, I'm tired of being, you know, like the the criminal mastermind. I just want to run a fucking flower shop or whatever. Like he oh, wasn't just open up a, a shop and just kind of fade away and just live his life. And so he, he's in the hospital and he's like, Hey, I want Batman, you know, Batman, cause I want to talk to him. And while he's there, he makes it appear as if Batman poisoned him and kills him, which now everyone thinks Penguin's dead, but it also triggers failsafe, who then starts coming and hunting Batman. And it goes like Batman actually goes and brings in, Zurinar, uh, the Zurinar Batman, yeah, to take yeah, yeah. over to fight him, and you have some back and forth there, and it's just this this whole, you know, back and but but like the Justice League comes in and tries to help fight off Failsafe. You can't but, fight off Batman but, Robot. But, but, but it knows, like it, it, it has planned for all of them, and it gets to the point where Failsafe has essentially taken over Gotham, kind of like the way uh, uh, Ultron had taken, in yeah. one of the uh, yeah, alternate yeah. worlds, Ultron, Ultron was, yeah, was ruling the world. This, this fail safe had taken over. So, but anyway, so this, this comic run going away from this wild tangent, the next, the next issue coming out has an alternate, has a variant cover with Catwoman on it. That's just, oh, so sexy. And that was quite a tangent
0: for like Michelle Pfeiffer was also Catwoman. Yeah. So and, like it justifies the Catwoman side. Right. I do have a question about that though, specifically. Um, I this is why I hate DC Comics. Why in the fuck is this a comic book story or a comic book run where we're coming off of like I don't know year five of we know exactly what happens when Batman kills someone and becomes a bad guy because that's what the the Joker or the Batman who laughs is like. Dark Knight's metal and Dark Knight Crisis and Dark Knight Palisades whatever is all based on the premise of uh, Batman becoming a bad guy. Like why right. is this a story that we're telling now where Superman's like, hey, what happens if exactly what the fuck we've been dealing with happens? I
2: well, I would almost say that some of made some of those are other continuities or their other you know, timelines, whatever. Okay, so whereas this one is like the main continuity of Batman, he has finally not the, killed someone. The main
0: continuity of ba- the main continuity of DC Comics was also simultaneously Dark Knight's metal and uh, the the Watchmen crossover. Um, with Dr. Manhattan. That happened at the same time, but DC didn't tell, they were coming out at the same time. They were both within continuity and nobody told anybody from, nobody from DC told anybody in the public which one came first. Mm. So, the Dark Knight's Metal was in continuity. Now, I don't know what happens during and after Dark Crisis, if that is truly a crisis event and that resets everything again, but that seems like I mean, it, it would be DC. How many crises? Uh, well, can well, you and have? that's
2: that's. I don't I don't Dark, know as much about the DC universe as, as you yeah. like, I, like. Dark as, Crisis
0: is actually predicated on the idea of like, why the fuck are there so many crises? Well, it's because there's a bad guy collecting the energy that is created from crises, and then that energy is going to be harnessed to like completely reset the universe, which is just a crisis. It's it, it's one of those like snake
1: eating its own tail kind of ah, those Ouroboros. That's yes. interesting. So another thing I liked about this was. <laughs> Um, the amount of time it covered like yeah. one thing that bothers me about movies and i think we've talked about this before as i like episodic kind of feelings i love that this maintains a sense of like you want to keep reading it even though it's not 24 hours mm-hmm. or a week or a month it's like several months that this takes Look, I, I think
0: it i actually didn't go back and check and i would like to do that i do think it is covered a whole year it covers okay. a whole year because i it does it does say you know it, like, it makes because it's it is the whole, like, the entirety of a pregnancy, at least, and birth. Yeah. Because um, when Jim is flying in, or when he's coming in on the train at the very beginning of the comic, he is praying that Barbara is not pregnant. And then from that point to the very end of the comic, like, there is a baby that is produced yeah. and is in, then in, therefore endangered. So it is at least uh, at le- a full 12 months uh, it is at least a full ten months, and then I do think it actually encapsulates an entire year. In what?
1: Why- uh, well, sorry that that br- makes you go ahead. Sorry. I just why can't like people who write stories like why do they feel like it has to happen in a week or a month? Like why? Like this is a great example of how something can take place over a year and still be taught. So there's 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 actually something to that.
0: I don't remember where this where I read this or how this came out or whatever, but like at one point. Let's say 10 years ago, Marvel had stated that everything that had happened in Marvel Comics happened in like five years or 10 years. Um, and so, like, you know, Spider Man's been around since what, like the mid 60s? Everything that Spider Man had done had happened within 10 years, every issue. So, like, Spider Man's day to day is literally like world ending events. A- and so, putting a time frame on it does date the comics. And it makes it difficult to justify the fact that Batman is still a 30-some-odd-year-old billionaire, uh, despite having obtained his millionaire fortune in, like, the 30s. Um, so, so there, there is something to that, I think. But I, I agree that I don't like it, and I would like it if things progressed. Like, I would be okay with the fact... I, I would be okay with, with Dick Grayson being Batman right now. Like, Bruce Wayne has retired, and Dick Grayson is Batman, because Dick Grayson has his own shit to deal with that would be interesting to view from the lens of Batman.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't know why the, What you said earlier. Oh, you you said, mentioned uh, having the having a kid, or or Barbara Gordon was pregnant and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then, so, like there there was a, this book was a roller coaster for me with Jim Gordon because Jim Gordon's always been that pinnacle of th- this is the ideal per. Like he's a good person. Yeah, I didn't he, like that, and he does everything good. Idea. Like you didn't he didn't like that, and and I loved and in it. this we see. Jim having a a I don't know not a character break he had a weakness he had a moment of weakness whatever you want to call it but he has an affair with another cop and uh and I I lost a lot of respect for him when that happened I'm like oh this this isn't what I would have expected Jim Gordon to do and like I don't I don't know if I'm as big of a fan of Jim Gordon now because of this but then he comes back and like not only like he just like like they threaten him with oh, we know your secret and we're, yeah. we're gonna tell your wife and he's just like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go tell her first then like I, I, I messed up sure let's you know and, and, and at that point he he had already realized what he has done was wrong the other the other woman had already left you know, like so like he had ended it and would he have come I, I I do think the man he is he probably would have told Barbara at some point uh, anyway had if someone hadn't threatened to tell him? Uh, but he, uh, you know, but yeah, still when someone came forward, you know, Hey, we're going to blackmail you with this information. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to come out myself.
1: Can I tell you why I like that? I like it because I love film noir and in film noir, there's always romantic interest and it's always this bullshit, like tough guy fucking around and it doesn't matter. And I love that Frank Miller took the time to say, well, this is what happens when you fuck around. It fucks your life up. I love that. I love, like, it just brings a whole nother level of realness to it. I, I, I I don't, I don't like,
2: I don't. I don't dislike that it's in the story, right? Right, you just didn't like I, it. I, it, it's a character. It, it's kind of like in you know in Lord of the Rings, the book. Faramir is a he has a man of character. When he has the opportunity to, to take the ring, he says no. Yeah, you no, know, you're trying to destroy it. That's probably the best thing. But he might have slept around. You, you, you don't know. You, you go take the ring and destroy it. Oh, I'm Faramir gonna I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna go keep fighting this war. Yeah, you know, I'm fuck but, some. But but in the movie, Faramir was just like Boromir. He's like, oh, you have the ring. I'm taking that ring to my dad not just like they just what, made closer it closer no, to you no, but but, but yeah. he he did the same yeah, thing he's similar. like oh this ring could help us win the war yeah, right? it was and it was disappointing, disappointing. You know, and, and, so, and it disappointed me that yeah. they turned him into that person so there's a yeah. kind of same thing here it, it was it was it was disappointing to see jim gordon you know like have that failure of character but I, I do feel like he redeemed himself. Right. And, and like came back and, you know, is, you know, I, I people, liked... people do make mistakes and he, yeah. I think he recognized yeah. that and want to do whatever he could to.
0: I want to take this opportunity to transition to something that I really enjoyed about this. Um, they did. So here's the transition. They, they do make a, in my opinion, a good relationship between him and Barbara because there's a scene where like, Jim Gordon finally takes the night off and and Barbara, they're like being all sexy and she's going to give him a massage. And the transition is they were able to bring in Superman and make it a shared universe in a slick ass way possible because it's, it's Barbara and Jim and they're having a date night and Barbara's giving him a massage. And she's like, I don't need to go all the way to Metropolis to get a man of steel because Jim's all tense and shit. That was such a smooth transition into a shared universe, like a reference and then just move right past it instead of making a big fucking deal
2: about it. Yeah. I don't even know if I remember that. Yeah, I so not either. That it it's that smooth. It's exactly. that doesn't that's... even really stand out. Yeah.
0: Um, I, that's. Those are the kind of things that, like... At this point, there was a shared universe because this came out in, like, the 80s, and so Crisis and all that shit had already happened. But, like, just... You know, peppering in the idea of, like, a shared universe. Like, in Iron Man 2, in the movie Iron Man 2, there is just... Um, he's... When when Tony Stark is trying to build the element that's going to save his life or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's just Captain America's shield is yeah. used to prop up some of the fucking, yeah, like, mini-hydron hydro hydron colli- uh, collider that he had made in his fucking house. Just little shit like that. It doesn't have to be this giant fucking, yeah. like... You know, event or whatever, just little just slips. texture, and then if people like right. it, move on. You know, like build something from that. So I yeah. just thought that was interesting. I
1: I also liked uh, speaking of like the commentary on film noir and like Jim letting everyone down. Um, I like also in regard to that how everyone's like he has more like as you go through the book he has more lines on his yes. face
0: you see him get actively like aged
1: yeah this. aged and like batman you know like everybody like i love that you can see crinkles in his costume like they did like the art like you said like at first you're like oh no is this another b from it this looks very basic but it's actually really good 'Cause it, it, it has great action sequences, it balances the action sequences and it also shows like it feels very real mm-hmm. in a weird way. Yeah,
0: no, I, I agree. Um, so there's a there's a part so we we talked about this earlier that Batman is like bad at being Batman. And I think this it this comic book almost kinda sets up that Batman does have like powers of some kind. Like if like the Saitama thing from One Punch Man, where, like, if you just do 100 push ups and 100 set ups <laughs> and 100 squat thrusts, then, like, you can one punch kill people. Because Batman just fucking breaks a set of handcuffs in this.
1: Yeah. He gets arrested
0: yeah. and just fucking breaks But you can not do that.
1: People can not do that. That I do appreciate.
0: Yeah, when they're on PCP. That's sure. <laughs> right. Can you milk me, Greg? I don't think I could break handcuffs from behind my back. No, you um could. No, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 100%. I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we can all agree. That yes. Cool. We're all on the same page that I'm not Batman.
0: <laughs> but there's also, like, there's the scene where he is, he, like, comes up on these, and it, I mean, it reminds me a lot of Michael Keaton's Batman, where in this in this scene from the comic book, he just stumbles upon these three dudes who are, like, stealing a TV or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's right after he adopts the Batman, like, costume and everything and like oh bats are scary i'm gonna i'm I'm, I'm gonna get you um and he's really bad at being batman because batman doesn't kill but the what i took from that is like he's fending these people off and then one dude who's like you know like a teenager or whatever falls over and they're they're 20 stories up so he grabs this grabs the guy's ankle so he doesn't die and he's fending off people, like, he's fending off two other people, one of which, like, he notes, you know, probably knows karate or some shit. Um, cause that's just the generic label to apply to any martial art. Um, and he's not bad at it. He's not bad at being, like, a, a combatant or he's not bad at being a v- vigilante. He's bad at being Batman because he's getting kicked by this dude because he didn't prepare for a guy might, a guy might fall off of this this fire escape. If you let the guy go, he could beat the shit out of this other dude, and he could he could stop the two people at the risk of the third person. And so he's not bad at being a vigilante, but he is at this moment bad at being Batman because Batman does the minimal amount of like injury to his body, and the maximum amount of crime stopping is is kind of the best way I can describe it
2: because like it's like a boxer mentality it like could, like yeah. when you look at different martial arts and like a lot of martial arts and fighting style the goal is to like end the fight as fast as possible yes. whereas boxers a lot of boxers are like okay I I want to minimize the damage I take and outlast my opponent yeah. until I can win. Now, you have some phenol, you have some guys that, you know, Mike Tyson, you have some guys out there that come in, knock people out, you know, in a hurry. But for the most part, it's about, okay, I want to it's dodge and duck. Game. It's mm-hmm. a long game. I'm Is gonna, that what it, you were saying? Kind
0: of just like, so if this were, if this exact situation happened, you know, three dudes stealing a TV or whatever it, with Batman year four, Batman swoops in gadgets or not, he like, you know, Goes in there and stops them from doing whatever they're doing. And if someone flips over, he's able to, like, lasso that motherfucker, tie him off so he doesn't die, and then he can go and deal with this situation. And so the idea that, like, he's he is bad at being Batman as we know him because he still doesn't have the forethought of, like... All, all of these different things can fuck up. How can I make sure that when, the, when these... How can
1: I account for these kind of variables? When these
0: idiots who aren't as good as I am fuck up, how can I make sure that they don't injure themselves and I can still stop what's happening? Because as he's holding this guy, this other dude is just, like, kicking him in the fucking ribcage until Batman's able to knock him out because he's more worried about saving this guy and doesn't have a backup plan for, like, what do I do if someone fucking Which falls.
1: is kind of what the comic Batman, we're used to. Yes. It always has a backup plan.
0: Absolutely. Um, this, this is a good... I'm bad at being Batman, um, and a good argument for Batman can beat anybody as long as he has enough prep time, because this Batman can still win a lot of fights, but he does it in a really sloppy way yeah. if he doesn't have the preparation. It's very sloppy. It's yes. a lot of
1: fun. It makes the comic yeah, very suspenseful.
0: I could see Jackie Chan, like, three yeah, years ago yes. being this Batman. Yeah,
1: it is kind of a Jackie Chan Batman. That's a great analogy.
2: Yeah, well, and it goes back to the whole, like, I, I think Batman's the kind of guy that he encounters a problem, and then he he's like, okay, well, that was a problem for me, yeah. so I'm gonna make a gadget right. that can fix it. I mean, it's a very so, reactive. So so, so next next time, yeah. next time Evolution. he encounters the same problem, he already has something for it. So I feel like. Like on that fire escape thing, the first time, yeah, he throws a guy off. Ne- next time, he's like, I'm gonna have something that I can take out a guy on the way. Yes. So it was like, by the time I land on that platform, I've already taken out one of them, mm-hmm. and I only have to deal with two of them. So there's less of a chance of even knocking one off. Yeah. You know, or even he plans to knock one off. Hey, that worked well last time I knocked a guy off. So like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna knock a guy off right off the bat and and time off, off all in one yep. one swoop. Now we only got to deal with two guys you know so like he he learns and i he he does something stupid he makes a mistake he learns from it turns that turns that into an advantage on the next time Yeah, and yeah
0: um this batman does a really good job of showing that i had a point and then i have been
4: drinking
3: (laughs) um
0: so there's a point in this bat in in this in this comic book where um it's it's right after this scene. I think it's it's in response to the scene where he gets um No no no, it's it's their Batman's trying to save the woman. It's it's like chapter three and the and the crux of chapter three. Um where Jim the prostitute or the, the old woman.
1: Oh the old woman, okay.
0: Um Jim and uh Essen. Yeah is her name? Yeah. Something. Sarah Essen. Yeah. Um nailed that for some reason. Um but they're driving along, and there's this this old homeless woman pushing a cart, and she's about to get by, hit by a truck for whatever yeah. reason. And is. this is
1: after they've like tried to stage crimes to capture yeah, Batman they've, they've for been a They've trying to
0: catch, they've been trying to catch Batman. They can't do it, and Batman saves this old woman and gets pinned down in this building. <coughs> and the, the 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 police chief dis, or the commissioner decides to like bomb the whole fucking building to get Batman. Yeah, the, of sudden, the
1: the building's condemned. They were going to yeah, destroy it anyway. Exactly. Let's it, go ahead and bomb it.
0: At one point, Batman, uh, like as this building is coming down, there's uh, a wino in the corner, and Batman keeps repeating this as the building is coming down around him, and it's on fire. That he can't save that wino, and it's, he's he's not enough. Like he he was not planned enough. He didn't. He wasn't good enough. And it's almost this this like current like this this constant through line with Batman comics that Batman one of the reasons why he never sleeps and he always trains and he has all these backup plans is because he's never good enough. And I, I wonder if that was intentional or if it, if it plays back to the idea of like, he lost his parents as, as uh, a child and how much like love and how much like reassurance did he miss out on? in you know, the seven years or whatever as a child that Batman still like Batman be- believes in certain comic books that he is the reason his parents died because he was the one that wanted to go see Mask of Zora that night, so that it's his fault, and he's not good enough to stop these things from happening. He wasn't good enough to prevent uh, Dick Grayson's parents from dying. He wasn't good enough to stop the Joker from killing Jason Todd. Um, and and just, just extrapolating out in, into all of the future stories to come from Batman... This just one or two panels of Batman saying he's not good enough to save this one person who doesn't matter, he doesn't have a name, he's just a, a Wino in an abandoned building. But he, that is what Batman fixates on for a long portion of this scene that he's not good enough. Um, and it really, I think, speaks to what makes Batman a very compelling character.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, and I, I mean, I, I can't speak on men when the story was written. But I, I know like, there's a lot of men, especially because men today are supposed to be like, well, you, you can't tell people about your problems. You can't, you know, you don't want to go to counseling because it's, you know, it's weakness. You know, it's like, like, it's just like men, you bottle it up, you know, be manly, do the manly thing. People don't care about your problems. To see, see somebody like Batman and be like, I'm not good enough. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think a lot of guys could connect with that. Like that, you know, I mean, I'm not that women can't, but I feel like a lot of men can like, no matter what we do, so you know, like it's, I'm not good enough. I need to be better. I need to keep being better because no matter how, how good I get, I'm never going to be good at good enough. I know? think this
0: speaks to where we live because I'm hoping that now in 2020, in in the, these uh, death throes of 2022, that in general, men should not think that way. People can think that way. But that being said, you know, we are older and, you know, elder millennials or, or young Gen Gen Xers. Um, I think that that plus where we live is 100% still true. Like there's still the stigma of like, you know, men build things with their hands. They don't talk about things and they cry at Field of Dreams. And that's fucking it. Those are the only things that define men. Um, and I, I really hope that's not the case, but I totally agree with you that, like, this is, you know, late 80s, early 90s, that, like, sadly, the story, the people reading Batman back then were probably not the people that needed to hear it the most, but that that you can still achieve things, but have those self-doubt issues, you know, humanizes a character and, and makes people realize that, yes, it's, you know, everyone thinks this way. Everyone has self-doubt. Um, and I, I agree that that is a, something that needs to be hammered into people.
2: Right. Well, and I, I think like, not only do we connect to it, you know, I, I think there are men that can't connect. It's like, Oh, well, fucking Batman isn't good enough. I'm yes. definitely not good enough. But on the flip side, it's like Batman is, you know, what, what granted, he inherited, you know, his millions, but he continued to go on and run a company yes. while being Batman. Like he still went on to do a lot of great and good things and, E- while feeling like he wasn't good enough So for people yeah. out there like If you feel like you're not good enough Well that's fine You, you can still do some pretty great and awesome and great amazing yeah. things Even if you don't feel like you're good enough You are I
0: don't know if that's the best takeaway hey. Because like Batman's response is not Go get therapy It's <laughs> fight crime For like 18 hours a day <laughs> And then like Sleep for two Because like, in this comic Batman is never not Fucking Batman um, like, I, I, I want to bring up the, the scene that I already mentioned about, like, the floodlights and, and the, uh, the fancy
1: dinner. The dramatic. The dramatic, thing. yeah. yeah. The,
0: Batman being extra tw- for a couple reasons. The first reason is, like...
1: Which is a great scene.
0: Yeah, it's a very great scene, but it, it explains a lot about Batman and goes in, uh, I think a lot of different details about Batman that you have to, like, you have to re- analyze. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the first is, Batman is always goddamn Batman. Like... Bruce Wayne is Batman's mask. Right. Whereas Clark Kent puts on the Superman mask. Clark Kent, at his core, is Clark Kent. He is a country boy who, who you know, loves his mama, loves Jesus, and loves America. And he's space... He is also space Jesus. (laughs) That is not... He and
3: Goku are space Jesus. But, but Clark, like,
0: Superman is Clark Kent. And... Batman is is Bruce Wayne. Batman, Bruce Wayne stopped being Bruce Wayne when his parents died. Yeah. Um. And so, when like you know, Batman doesn't go around Gotham and stop you know petty crimes all the time because crime is rampant in Gotham at all the time or all the time. It's a really shitty place to live. It, it's great. It's terrible. Like I can't remember what it is if it's like a Lego game or something. But at one point, I I know I've seen um. Like, why is Gotham always foggy? And it's like, well, that's one of our main exports. Um, but Batman is Batman all the time. And he spent, again, being extra, couple hours setting up, like, a fog light scene so he could just be like, I'm going to get you! And that's it. He spent all this time taking out these guards, like, putting them to sleep, knocking them out, dearming them, and then setting up floodlights. Throwing in gas grenades just to like spook
1: some rich people. No, no, the, the only light is the light of whatever fire there's well, some kind of he, fire. No, he in... set a floodlight up. Oh, I thought there was a fire like where they were cooking some kind of flambéing something. And that was the only light that, in is, the room. that was also fucking dope. Yes, yeah. but maybe he was deactivating
0: that flood that like it was a floodlight from the. the... I don't remember the scene at all.
1: It's a great scene. It's like where it's he puts so the fear of God into all the yeah. rich is it, and powerful. W-
0: is it, is it I want to say it's the... chapter two. I want to say it's before It's bef- it's like right before Commissioner Loeb like ramps up into the we gotta get Batman because essentially Batman just embarrassed him in front of his friends. <clears throat> but my, my second point about that whole ass scene is there's a, like, a running theory and it's brought up sometimes in Batman comics of and it's brought up in like uh, the Marvel like the MCU even brings it up. Um, but the idea that like so Batman was the creation of Basic-ass crime. Like, his parents died because the uh, there was a mugger that reacted poorly, and there were crime bosses. Um, and then at the end of this, you know, they mention the Joker, but like, um, where do Batman villains, like, when, at what point in like chronological order do Batman villains start to appear? And this, like, super extra scene, where Batman oh, is very, yeah. like, over the top about yeah. it almost makes me think that like this, like Batman might actually inspire his villains to become villains because Batman goes so over the top to, to draw this attention to a and then it works the drama, yeah. the, the spectacle of it all. Yeah. Like this felt like something that the Riddler and the Joker and the penguin all would do to, you know, to whatever end they wanted. Like the penguin, maybe a penguin, um, maybe a crime boss that, that does villainy, but, in response to, like, the dramatic way that Batman acts and, and tries to stop crime, you would almost have to, like, meet the Batman at his level with, with your level of spectacle and, um yeah. you know... Again, the Joker has tried to fucking trademark fish before.
3: Kind of
1: like an arms race of uh, it, it, villainy. An ar-
0: it's an arms race of villainy, ar- an arm race, arms race of, like, attention. Yeah. You know? Like, Condiment King is a very... Uh, serious villain in, in uh, Gotham City except nobody knows who the fuck Condiment King is because he's not like flamboyant enough.
1: Yeah. You can um, have
4: superheroes without supervillains and vice versa.
0: But what which breeds which? Like, yeah. Well it's the, the chicken the
1: eggs, and the egg scenario,
4: yeah. Exactly. Um. Uh, the, the egg came
1: first. So. Yeah. That has been. But which one's the egg? So. The uh. The thing that I didn't like about this, which I guess I don't like about the original Batman before Batman Year One, was like the bat that fluttered in, in the original Batman comics. It's just like, oh, there's a bat. I'm going to be a Batman. Yeah. And this one, like the bat fucking broke through the glass. And yeah. I that ruined, like for some reason, I hated that. Like what the, f- no fucking bat is going to break through some glass. I think th- what would have made that scene perfect is if uh Alfred came in. And, like, swatted the bat and, like, you know, like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> December,
0: I don't know if they did this. So, I, I love the show My Name is Earl. Yeah. With Jason Lee. Um, and there's a scene, like, the premise of the the pilot is uh, a Redneck um, wins the lottery, gets hit by a car. He's sitting in the hospital and he's watching Carson Daly and thinks Carson Daly is a great guy. And Carson Daly's talking about how you should do good things for good people. And then... Uh, uh, Jason Lee's character's like, I will do good things for good people, and then he gets his lottery ticket back. They do a, a show later on in the, the first season where he's in the he's in the hospital uh, room in his cast and everything, and instead of watching Carson Daly he watches Stewie Griffin. And Stewie Griffin's like, oh, you should be an asshole to everybody. And so Jason Lee's character's like, oh, I'll be an asshole to everybody. And then he ends up getting hit by a car again. And it, it is hilarious to me that like a bat flies into Batman's window he's like, I will be bat. Like any number of animals could have come <laughs> in, and this would have been a completely different situation. Like Ruck. there could have like a goofy ass fucking pelican or some shit. Like <laughs> a Batman pelican, lives man. on an island, I think. Or a, a, a pelican peninsula. would have
2: had ha- would've had a better chance of breaking through the window though. Exactly. I've witnessed birds running into windows, and most birds are bigger than bats. A bat would have went and yeah. bounced off the yes. window. Yeah. Well, this died. is single pane. This,
0: this is old, old uh, money.
1: <laughs> don't, pain. don't you and ad hoc this shit? Yeah, no, this, <laughs> was, this,
0: this glass was like, no, no, it was 100 not. It's a hundred years old, so like all the sand has sunk to the bottom of the window. So like, this was cover. destiny.
1: This is destiny. <laughs> this glass <laughs> is fluid. Well, that's part.
0: That's part of like dark, which is
1: also not true. That's all part right. of Dark Knight's yeah. metal
0: that like there always has to be a Batman. Yeah, which is kind of stupid. But like it's it's part of the lore of that as well. So, so
1: where's our fucking Batman?
0: Well, like in we our have, dimension, we actually have a Batman. Do we
1: in town in oh, Springfield? We have, yeah, yeah, Springfield That's Batman. Yeah, Springfield
2: Batman. He, he's got one of the spider. Oh, yeah, things. I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes I to forgot. I don't
0: know if he still lives there, but he lives over there off of Republican uh sixty five. Mm-hmm. Um, in those apartments that are next to like those offices, you can write and shit. And How like, do you know so much about this man?
1: So are you a super villain? <laughs>
0: have you ever seen Springfield Batman himself in the same place?
4: My 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 oh, boss so my boss knows him
0: and I think might have actually dated him at one point. Um, but uh, no, like, like he has his costume. If he still lives in this specific apartment, he has his costume and he puts it on in the window, oh. like kind of facing the highway, just to be like a dick. So I like
1: you drive by, yeah, you know, like you can
0: drive by and see Batman's fucking costume there.
1: I hope he goes and beats up some people. So here's
2: here's what would be like. We get to the point where enough people listen to our podcast that this gets back to Springfield Batman, and he hears this. It won't. It will not. So we
4: (laughs) we down
1: the door. I'm Justice. Yeah, we're in the. Hey, I'm Justice. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's another thing. I feel like another thing. The Batman uh, begins. Yes. Christian Bale's Batman fucking ruin with that Batman voice.
0: The Batman voice. Like I'll let it slide.
1: I let it slide because I loved the movie, the but now that I've read the comic, I'm like, you don't need that crazy fucking voice. Now that you've read the the non
0: audio media, right? You have you think that Christian Bale's Batman voice in the non audio media was over the top? Yeah. Okay. I I I'm totally fine with it. I'm I'm I feel like it is again one of those situations where, as the audience, we get to see both the duality of Batman and Bruce Wayne, whereas. If a criminal just hears a deep, brooding voice, they don't know that it's a ridiculous voice because they don't know what it normally sounds like. And then it also possibly is, like, played up with voice modulation. Like, he's got all kinds of guys. If he could
1: have voice modulated it, I think that would have been pretty cool.
0: It also (sighs) would have been more expensive to do that for no reason. And I've also heard the voice modulation uh, sound effects from, like, the Green Arrow show, and it sounds fucking terrible. It sounds worse Eh, than Batman just... It was okay. It
2: sounded good for Bane. Have you seen Shut the him? fuck up! <laughs> Get the fuck out of your own house. <laughs> Tom you... Hardy is. I'm no. You hush your goblin. Tom Hardy.
0: <laughs> that Tom. <laughs> that Tom Hardy voice was such a poor fucking choice. It I was almost, weird. It was almost like no one wanted to like tell Tom Hardy that who's such a good actor. That yeah, like, that was that's bad. that's a bad you idea.
1: Which I think is hilarious because you're defending Christian Bale's really shitty decision of doing every
0: <laughs> time. Every time Tom Hardy does a bane, does part of his bane voice, the the first thing out of his mouth makes him sound like he's surprised.
1: I agree. He's just
0: an he's an ooh it's girl. Terrible. He's a woo girl, yeah. but he's also Portuguese, but not at all Portuguese. Kind of British. Kind of British, yeah. but he's supposed to be from fucking girl. South America.
1: <laughs> oh, Batman, no. No. No, Sorry. But then Batman, like they uh, did a good job of making fun of Batman in the college humor. you know. Oh yeah, Pete uh, Holmes that is a great It in the movie? flavor. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, have you seen the, I was, what I was going to say with
4: the voice thing, have you seen the college humor thing, Batman finding his voice? Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's, oh, one okay. that's, I that's go, what yeah.
4: I was
3: going to say. Because every time I think of Batman, it's, <laughs> 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 I,
1: I think of the, who's the crazy guy uh, that's in the, fuck me, I'm not going to remember anything now, the older now? gray haired he was in the movie with all the other old people It's a spy movie red red yes red. that guy he does his voice uh fuck me john malkovich john malkovich thank you for saving <laughs> I mean, me i i never I would have I, you, you could have left pete me Holmes. hanging there no, I love and pete it would have been fair i know
0: i love pete home so much um when he
1: does the john malkovich batman i well, thought yeah. actually that kind of works well
0: and, and the guy the guy that he's interrogating is also um the the actor who plays Jim Gordon in, in later videos. But yeah, at one point he's like, really? You're going to go with Malkovich? And he's like, yeah, what do you, you don't know what he does. You don't know what he does when he's, when he's not
2: acting? I need, I need to rewatch some of these videos, which for those of you at home, if you've never seen Pete them, Holmes. look up the Batman videos. Pete Holmes,
0: Batman, and spoilers for future podcasts that we were going to be releasing. But go ahead and look up Pete Holmes' uh, Fires the X-Men. Um, because he does a whole series where he plays Professor X. I just and started he fires watching those. X-Men. I don't oh know. If I've seen, I don't think god. I've seen any of those. Oh my god, they're amazing. The,
1: the Wolverine was pretty good. The,
0: the first one is Wolverine. It wasn't
1: even funny. It was just kind of true.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh
1: god, that's a really good point.
0: Pete Holmes as Professor X fires Wolverine yeah. based solely on the principle that the main person that they fight controls metal. Yeah. and Wolverine skeleton. Well, and Wolverine
1: has just got knives. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like you're just a dude with knives. Uh, we, we my needs- favorite... favorite Something extra. Is
4: Something He the same one who does the uh, of the problem with jeggings videos? I don't. Possibly. I don't know.
3: I'll have
1: to check it know. out.
4: I haven't. I, I'm not familiar with that. You're gonna you researched um, that. So okay. so <laughs>
1: yeah. So Holmes, that's your job, Gremlin. Pete, <laughs> Pete, Holmes, <laughs>
4: Pete Holmes had a talk show.
3: Um,
0: he had done the the bad man uh, before uh, for College Humor, but that uh, his uh, talk show is where he did the X Men thing, where he fired the X Men, and then also he did Street Fighter Red Tape where it's the same... They're all the same premise. It is Pete Holmes playing someone, and then other comedian friends playing, like, famous characters. So uh, my favorite X-Men is where he fires Iceman, because he sings the first half of Kissed by a Rose for no goddamn reason. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. But then he does the one where... Uh, he, it is. Sorry. He's trying to get everybody... uh Like, he's trying to get through the red tape of the Street Fighter tournament, and um, there's there's one where he's trying to... He's talking to Vega... Um, and he's like, you just you, you just fight with a fucking knife. You can't fight with fucking knives. It's a street fighter tournament. You can't fight with fucking weapons. Uh, it's very good. Um, it's hard to describe. Podcast listeners, Google it because I'm not doing a good job based on the blank faces I received. You're
1: doing yeah, no, that, better a better job no, than me. I, I would listen to the it. information. Oh, yeah, it,
0: oh, wait till this podcast
2: turn on. Any, listen, any anything coming from College Humor is is probably going to make you laugh. Uh, I'm not saying some people. Sometimes it hits a wall and it doesn't do well. Spoilers
0: but, for a twenty-year-old website.
2: But but yeah, you look you check out the College Humor Badman. Check out the the X Men. That I've is just Pete it. Holmes. Yeah, um, so, College Humor also okay. had a
0: Pokemon Rusty version, which okay. was hilarious. Um, that's where uh, Dimension Twenty came out of. That right? Uh,
2: I don't know. I, so Dimension Twenty has so much stuff. I, I didn't mean to hit the table that time. Uh, like so I do have a subscription to the dropout TV and there's like, there are college humor's streaming service, dropout TV. We're not sponsored by them or anyone because you know, we're just, you know, just three dudes. and a half dudes in a basement, but, um, Who's that? <laughs> 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 and, uh, uh, but you know, they're pumping out so many shows. Like they, they've, they've got the, the, uh, all dimension 20 they've got other role-playing game shows that have been spin-offs from dimension 20 uh they have the harry potter show they have um actually they i don't know it, check it out like i, I think they're as they, they have enough shows to keep you as entertained as netflix or anybody else uh you know what else i like batman about batman year one um It's how they do it in all three holes in an order that might surprise you.
0: (laughs) So, again, going back to Batman actually having superpowers, they call back to him kicking a tree because he kicks a goddamn stone pillar for some fucker. I'm frustrated by that.
2: That's right. Hey, real quick, we're going to pop open some of this Martini and Rossi. Uh, sparkling martini wine, Rossi. martini, and Ross. Why would we do that? Sparkling Shane? wine, but I don't know, because TJ brought it, and no. be- because uh, <laughs> because Bruce Wayne right drinks, uh, he pretends, pretends to drink sparkling wine. It's really sparkling water. So oh, it's
1: actually ginger ale. It's oh, just,
3: yeah. uh, yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my God. That's jizzing everywhere. You are bad at this.
0: <laughs> oh, God. This podcast is not going to be arable. Holy shit. Internetable. Um, we are so. Ooh, that's so pretty. We are so inebriated. Our analysis <laughs> I is am no longer there. very
1: drunk. Yes. <laughs> I'm more inebriated than
3: analysis. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm more enumerated Oh poor, my poor, poor fucking morning.
0: Christ, Shane!
2: So that's all right. Le- sooner or later, this tablecloth is going to need to get washed anyway. You so haven't it's... washed
4: this in like the six months. We've been doing this. We
2: haven't spilled anything on this. <laughs> on no, this I disagree okay, with well, that. Oh no!
0: Oh, it's not absorbing the liquid.
1: It, it'll be fine. There's no, there's no like live wires. We'll be fine. It,
2: I'm not worried about. It, I'm, li- I don't want to fuck up somebody's shit. You, listen, it, we're not gonna get Kirby's mic any stickier than he gets it, and that's fine. <laughs> it's not sticky
3: at all. <laughs> thank you.
0: No, 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 you own your profession, sir. It is your microphone, and if you want to fuck it, that is fine.
3: <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I'm not, you don't have to. <laughs> You don't kink <laughs> them, we, we, do not, you do, we do
0: not kink shame here in, in Kirby. I'm telling you that like it is sticky for your own benefit Unless. it's your benefit alone. Unless your
2: kink is minors, in which case
1: shame. That's not kink. Shame, shame. Kink
0: does not involve illegality. Fair. That's Look at the bubbles.
1: Yes, it's very bubbly. I see why champagne is a celebration liqueur. This is Is not champagne. So bubbly.
0: Um, Yeah, it's not champagne because it's not... Shut your mouth! It's not from the Gotham region of France. It's
1: good. It's it's sweet. It's not not, not bad. It's not from the region of Champagne. So
2: to wrap up up this... This is getting
1: derailed so fast. We're not wrapping this shit up. We're going all night. There is a scene that
0: almost made me cry in this comic. The chapter 4 is, uh, they're, they're, you know, it's, Shane had brought it up that they, uh, the Commissioner Lowe is trying to blackmail Gordon with pictures of, uh, Gordon cheating on his wife and, and things like that. It doesn't work. And so, um, Roman, which I don't know if that's, uh, supposed to be like, uh, Roman Black Mask, but Roman, Roman it is supposed to be Roman Reigns. Okay. So it's Black Mask before he becomes Black Mask but hires his, like, nephew or some shit to kidnap Jim Gordon's baby. His fresh baby boy, uh, James Gordon, which, side note, fuck people who name their kids after themselves. Hey. Did you name your kid after yourself?
1: No. Oh. I'm the third. You're the third. Okay. I've come from a long line.
0: (laughs) I'm not, like, a huge... I'm a a second. Well, I'm not, like, a technical second, but, like, my dad's name was Mark. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that, okay. that That's, because, okay So, here's where, I, here's where I come from that And I know this is controversial Controversial, But James, Jim Gordon Named his kid James Gordon What is his daughter's name? Barbara Barbara Gordon It's the same goddamn name as his wife That's messed
3: up <laughs> Why
0: is that messed up? <clears throat> Trust me, as someone who was <laughs> Who was Marky until my father died It's messed up I don't like it But James Gordon's baby, Jim Gordon's baby, gets kidnapped and gets chucked off a goddamn bridge. And Batman, as Bruce Wayne, dives over the bridge to grab the baby. And that is when Jim Gordon and Bruce Wayne have the moment of like, "Oh, I definitely know who the fuck Batman is, but
1: I'm not gonna say anything." And that's the reference. But this is after Batman gets shot and rode a t- bicycle. Goddamn time! Rode a micro- bicycle yes. to catch up.
0: Uh, yeah, shows up on a motorcycle because. Batman, Bruce Wayne figures out what the fuck is happening <coughs> before Jim Gordon does. Jim Gordon figures it out, turns back around to, to get to his apartment complex. That's when uh, you know the bad guy's like, ah, I got your baby. And drives off. Jim Gordon chases after him in his car. And, uh, again, like TJ said, Jim Gordon shoots Bruce Wayne because he thinks that the motorcycle person is part of this whole kidnapping baby scenario. And, yeah, Bruce Wayne just turns to Barbara Gordon and is like, I'm going to get your baby. I'm going to get your baby. (laughs) Steals a dude's bicycle and just rides a bicycle to a Gotham bridge and jumps off this (laughs) fucking bridge to save a baby. Yeah, Batman's a fucking badass. Yeah. Also, I didn't bring it up, but they addressed my why don't you just shoot Batman in the fucking face argument from the very first episode or the second episode of our podcast. Um, No one ever shoots Batman in the face so they can identify who the fuck Batman is. They always shoot him in the chest, especially in this book. They always shoot him in the chest uh, and make a point of like, don't you know, shoot him center mass so we can uh, see his face for identification. So that's why nobody ever shoots Batman in the fucking mouth. That's interesting. I disagree with it. I feel like anybody that's a bad guy that doesn't care about yeah, what his bad, identity, bad guys don't just care. shoot him in the fucking yeah, mouth. yeah, yeah. But that's that is why that it does not happen in this book.
1: So yeah, but the cops don't shoot. The him cops in
2: don't that. shoot. The <laughs> cops shoot him center mass so they can identify his body. So before we deployed, we had to go to, uh, we had to go to this, uh, military base. I think it was more of a reserve base, but it's up like in the Twin Cities area, you know, mm-hmm. a Minneapolis area. And, uh, so we had to go there for like a day and a half, two days to do like, we went there and got shots and medical record. It was just, like a, just a day and a half, two days of medical shit. So it's like Tuesday. We'd spent all day going and getting shots, getting vaccines, getting physicals, whatever. And we're like, Listen, we're we're on an army trip. We're going out. Like we're gonna go do something. So five of us hop in a cab. We go downtown (laughs) Minneapolis, and we go to one the first bar the taxi takes. We we get in a taxi. I'm like, hey, what's the best bar to go to tonight? And the guy's like, it's a Tuesday night. (laughs) He (laughs) fucking (laughs) hates that question. And we're like, okay, just take us somewhere that where we can drink. And so he takes us to to a place, and we go in. It's kind of dead, and we're and. Like, I remember doing a, pick, a pickleback there, the first pickleback I've ever done, and I don't like dill pickles, so like it's like, eh, it's okay, whatever, it, but like, it's a, not my what thing. What are you saying? A pickleback? What's a So pick- you do a shot of tequila and then a shot of lime juice? Oh. Back to back. The or, sorry, sorry, pickled pickle oh, juice. Yeah. Shot, 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 what shot the shot the shot, What is juice. Happening? Uh and then you suck a dick. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> that's and, the so pickle. That's and pickle. then we asked the bartender, I'm like, hey, where are we you know, is anything happening tonight? Like, what's where's the place to go? And and the bartender was like, It's it's a Tuesday night. <laughs> In
3: Minnesota.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, Well, there is a karaoke bar like over across the street if you want to go. I'm like, Okay, cool. <laughs> so we go to this karaoke bar where hands now like one of the hottest women any of us has ever seen was bartending. Like I can still go to any of those five guys, like a bartender, Minnesota. And like, Oh, like everyone. Woman. So the, the, the two best parts about this whole night is at one point we were downstairs and one of the guys who like we're we're at at so this bar had like downstairs was karaoke and then upstairs was just a bar and we were down in the karaoke part of it and one of the guys was he's talking to the bartender he's trying to flirt with her trying to be you know really smooth and whatnot and 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 she says something to him it's like I'm, I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry darling. I didn't hear you you know grenades. And one of the other guys comes in, What grenades? You've never been deployed. <laughs> and just completely Had she been? no, no, he oh. hadn't, and just yeah. completely cock blocked him. Yeah. And so, so then we find out that the bar next door is a strip club, and the same people own both bars. And the, one of the guys, who is kind of sleazy, was like, Oh, yeah, wanna, let's go. We're gonna go, we're, we're going strip club. And everybody else is like, Yeah, we can go, but like, we don't want to go now. We're having fun here. And I'm like, all right, like, I'm not going to make you go by yourself. I'll, like, if no one else will Fine, go. Fine, I guess. No, I'll no, go no, to no. The <laughs> strip club <laughs> I'll like, go I, look I, at No, nipples. It really was like, a, he's going to go one way or another, and no one is going to go with him. We, we believe you. He's going to get in trouble if he goes by himself. So somebody has to go with him. So I went with him. And, I'm like, and, and he's like, listen, I'll go, I'll pay your way in if you go. Okay, let's go. So we go to the strip club. And they're like, yeah, it's actually free. There's no cover charge to get in, but you have to buy a drink. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, give me a water. Like, give me a bottle of water. Okay. That'll be $10. Holy shit. I'm like, like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're paying, I love, like, you're paying for my water. Say, okay. So he paid for my water. Be going. We're not there 30 seconds. The girl walks up and asking me if he wants a lap dance. He's like, yeah, let's go. So off they go into the back room. Now I'm just sitting there alone by myself. (laughs) And, like, I'm not putting money down. I'm just sitting there drinking my water, chilling, like, yeah, she's kind of hot. Yeah, she's not. You know, whatever. And so, finally, a girl comes up, like, hey, you want to dance? Like, no, I'm good. Just waiting on my buddy. And she's like, okay. And she leaves. A few minutes later, another girl, same thing. Finally, another girl comes up, like, you know, your buddy's running up quite the bill back there. And I'm like...
3: So what does that mean yeah
2: I'm like yeah, whatever like that it, it's his it's his life man like I'm just here babysitting I guess so finally everybody else shows up he comes back up front and he walks up he sits and I was like dude I told I just fucked that stripper <laughs> and I'm like bro like I did you wear a condom he goes no I didn't have any I was like dude like I've got condoms with me like I would have given you a condom oh I had them too but they were in my coat my coat was up here like, fuck, like, dude, you have AIDS now. <laughs> like, like, if 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 she fucked you in the back room, she's fucked other dudes in the back room. Statistically, you just caught something. Like, you you're gonna. We die. We just had all the medical you tests, have, dude. You you have something now. <laughs> he's still alive, so I guess he's okay. But you can still live with AIDS. Uh, yeah, right. Uh,
0: so, two things. I really wanted that story to end with. We went to a karaoke bar slash strip club.
3: <laughs> that. That be would cool. be
0: way better because then it's a, then like, I would take that as a personal challenge to see if I could karaoke better than whatever is stripping yeah. or if I could karaoke yeah. to like match the strippers movements. Um, do you remember that girl that used to work at the fucking fitness club we went to for like a month when I went to you? Uh, there were a lot. Well, there was there. just the one that worked at, like the shake bar. Um, I, I this would have a been years I A lot of them. Oh, there I were three
2: start. of them specifically that I talked to a lot. Yes.
0: It was one of those. Fuck. Okay, she was super hot. Um,
2: well, they were all super hot. Uh, um, the
0: on. the the one like like stripper or uh, strip club story I have is um, for my best friend's bachelor party. He's like, we're gonna go to a strip club because I've never been to a strip club, and that's what you do for bachelor parties. And I don't really fucking care about it. Was but it that one? one? It sure as fuck was. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I had the hugest crush on her.
0: Absolutely, I would have justified it. justifiably. What? Um, but another friend of mine. Almost got into a you green card her. marriage she, she with came someone to a from bonfire at
2: My house, once oh, or twice.
0: Yeah, it was great. And she, her teeth, she had whitened her teeth so much that in the black lights of the strip club, they glowed. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like a fucking gremlin. It was weird. So, it was, it was, lap it was <laughs> Shut up <laughs> <laughs> No, we need to go to the strip club in town that has really good steak and we need to record an episode. I've had
2: need, I've heard great things about the steak from that strip. I really wanna know now, is that just I, bullshit I, yeah,
4: or listen, every person I've talked to who has gone has said the steak is really but good. But like that, like I, is I, that just
1: we, a social we, contract you sign I something so. saying the steak's I think good? So because I don't trust yeah. anybody who goes to that strip Right. Club like that's, that's the really thing, everything. like
2: I feel like we should all get together one day and just be like, Yeah, we're, I'm gonna go out to dinner with the guys and then we go there and get steaks for dinner. Do
4: it Whatever. Do <laughs> it with guys. better to do.
1: We're going to do a podcast on location, is the correct... Yeah, that, that makes it sound like you are going to commit a serial... <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to go
2: podcast do podcast research. Here uh, is my
0: alibi. I am having dinner with the guys. <laughs> I am having dinner with the human guys.
2: <laughs> See, they're human I, I, I am most definitely hanging people. out with other people. I will
0: be chewing my food with my human teeth and my human tongue. It will be delicious with my human
2: taste buds. With my human friends that are also experiencing the same food that I am.
0: Oh, God. I don't know. What if it's wrong? Like, what if that's not true? What if it's like, like, if you get, if you get food poisoning and you have to go to the hospital, like, you have to tell them where you ate. Yeah. You have to it's say, like, like, I heard really good things. Yeah. Of-
3: <laughs> it was dinner and a show. I, I was there specific,
0: I guess. So here's another question I have. I've heard also that, like, in a general sense, lunchtime is not when they have their A team. So, no, like, no, it's not. Exactly. So, like, are you going for lunch for the steak, but then you have to deal with, like, yeah. Watching, like, Madagascar 2 or something? Like, what's happening here?
2: <laughs> back, so, back when I used to work for Domino's, I, I, did, I did deliver pizza to Sassy Reds once. Oh, God. Oh, no. And it was, like, the middle of the day. Sure. And so, like, I walk in, and there's, like, two people there, and one woman on the stage, just, like, twirling on the pole. And this is also back when I was very, like, I, I don't think I've ever had a drink in my life at this point. Like, back I was yeah, very, no, that very that was like good right boy, little Shane. And so, it's like, I'm walking in, like, trying not to look at the stage like, I definitely, like, I mean, I noticed women. Like, I, I definitely was attracted to women. So, like, but I was not impressed by what I saw. But I was also trying very hard not to watch because it was insanely awkward. Oh, like, yeah. if you're going to order, if you work at a strip club and you order pizza, meet the driver at the door. Like, okay,
0: contact like, deli- like I those delivery at this point. Like, yeah.
4: That's, uh, Sassy Reds changed their, their aces place now. Yeah. Mm. They're right down the street from where I work. And yeah. I've been in there. We've gone in where? there. Glencoe, Glencoe. Where though? Uh, same,
2: just, same place. Yeah. I thought you said they moved down the street. No, they changed no, they changed their name. Changed their name. Oh, They're yeah. down the street from where he works.
4: Yeah, it's uh, we, he works we've gone in there commercial. for lunch to have pork chop in a can, and it was just like, uh, I'm like this is like I remember just talking to the bartender, like this is fun. I'm like who's working? I'm like, I hope no one. That's fucking Tuesday. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's a guy I started. Uh, we we'd ride bikes together a lot, motorcycles, and he's uh, he's actually a guard at the Fed Med. Which is right next to uh, the, the strip club that serves the good steaks And it was funny Is, is any So he, we're in one of the same Facebook groups on, is, I don't know if it's the uh, Springfield Restaurants groups Or the Welcome to Springfield group But anytime someone asks Hey where's the blessed place to get <coughs> Fill in the blank food in Springfield He will He always I, I guarantee if there's a post about somebody Asking for food He comments Centerfolds
0: Really? Yeah <laughs> like, Even if someone says The best fish tacos Like oh, he doesn't make The
2: everything. connection <laughs> Everything He can't connect that, Every, not appropriate Everything
0: Where's the best place To get Indian food Centerfolds Keep, <laughs> keep in mind this, this guy's
2: a vet. Like he, he's a veteran Like he does He has a dark You know Sense of humor Like the kind So of, he's like, a veteran
0: up. So like he's just Copy and pasting Like he's not yeah, Actually but, typing well,
2: Yeah probably not But like yeah, He's like Somebody like Hey where's the best steak In Springfield Centerfolds Hey where's the best Place to go for lunch In Centerfold Or er, Springfield in Centerfold. Centerfolds Where like, in Centerfold yeah, it's the best place to go watch yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, <coughs> anytime, especially if it's a vague question, like, "Where's the best place?" To, like, what's funny. is like, "Hey, where's the best place to have a birthday party in Springfield?" Said <laughs> Like, it's just, it's like, it's fun. like, like, and I don't know how often. Where's the best place like, for a toddler to have a birthday? Party yeah. He, <laughs> he would say, Like, I don't, I don't know how serious he is about this stuff. Uh, but like, that's his he, com- he is going like, to lead to some terrible Yelp reviews. Absolutely. But like, yeah, we should definitely go there and have steaks
1: one day. For for, lunch I want to know. I do. I'm Incliring curious
0: now. I've been
1: to strip clubs. I don't care about boobs anymore. I just want to know if the fucking you take that going. back. <laughs> Everyone cares about boobs. Well, I've seen a lot of boobs. Sure. Yeah. I don't need to. So, I'm some not are better, better than others. Like yeah, I agree. Like, but like, but I the internet so... has allowed me to survey uh, the world. <laughs> yes. So I don't need to, right. but I want to know about these fucking stakes. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So this is this so is, this so is we'll right
0: around the same. This is right around the same age that like. Fathers gain a real interest in World War II.
2: Where? Yeah.
0: I'm, like. oh, I'm no longer about boobs, but the steak, though.
3: Yeah.
2: What so, that steak do? Yeah. So we'll get back to you guys about how good the steak. Oh God, are we're still Center doing Bowls. a podcast. Talking
4: about stories and steaks now. Not hungry.
3: Batman Year One is good. So, yes, yeah. it is.
2: So who who wrote Batman Year One? Frank, your mom, Franklin Miller, Fra- Esquire. Frank Miller. <laughs> so what what else would people
1: recognize Frank Miller from? Sin City and looking
0: like he's other Dick
1: Tracy. terrible things. Like, this is his best. I feel like this is Frank Miller at his best. I don't,
0: I don't know. Like, I, I like, like Sin, City. Sin City. Did you? I haven't read Sin City. I like sure.
1: Yeah, I haven't read it either. I've only seen the show. Okay. Um, he's also done... That's true. I have not read it. Did he
0: do The Shadow?
1: He did... Uh, his other comic was uh, Dark Knight Returns. let oh. yeah, uh, Frank Miller I didn't, is in American... I don't think Dark Knight Returns was nearly as good as this, which Dark Knight Returns preceded this comic. So, awesome so this is uh, Frank Miller is an American comic book writer, penciler, and inker,
2: novelist, screenwriter, film He's director, and producer, known for his comic book stories and graphic novels, such as his Spirit. run on Daredevil. The, the and, Daredevil runs and good. And subsequent yeah. Daredevil, Born Again, The he, Dark Knight yeah, he Returns. Born Again. He's the one that
0: made Daredevil like not a little bitch. So when yeah. he
2: did Dark Knight Returns, Batman um, Year One, yeah, Sin City, and Returns 300. Yeah, he did so, 300. So,
0: he did the Spirit. Was the movie that I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. He they didn't like. He didn't like the way they did uh, Sin City. So he did this. The, he actually made the this. Oh, movie, interesting. The Spirit.
1: Yeah. Well, cool. Now I want to read more of his stuff. I did, yeah. I thought Dark Knight Returns was good, but it wasn't like groundbreaking for me. I think the problem is Dark
0: Knight Returns was was, in my opinion, very good. It had a very interesting art style, and then they made Batman Returns again, or re Returns or whatever the fuck they call <laughs> it, and it was like really fucking like over the top and silly because like that was the one with like the Joker. I feel like re
1: Returns was a good comic, but I felt like this was better than re- Batman Returns. It, it
0: was. I think it, it is interesting though if you wanted to, like. Regardless of whether or not year one came, regardless of whether or not year one came first um, or Batman Returns came first, it is interesting that Frank Miller, like I don't know if he was given or if he chose the assignments, but he chose to highlight Batman's the beginning of Batman's career and the end of yeah, Batman's career.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, good point. Yeah,
0: thank you. I, every now and then, like one of those will slip into this podcast.
2: <laughs> so I, I do feel like this would be a good time to uh, to tribute. Uh, terrible tribute because I'm not even gonna remember his name right now uh this is a good point to remind people not to drink and or drive absolutely (laughs) uh don't drink and drive drinking podcasts is acceptable but you may uh go on tangents and forget points uh for all of us that was raised with batman the animated series uh the man who voiced batman uh Who I cannot remember. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy recently passed away. away.
0: Yes, based based on when we're recording this, Kevin Conroy passed away. Oh my God, he is the best Batman. He was the first Batman to differentiate the voice between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, He was my Batman as as uh, a child and and for many years.
2: Yeah, I think he was all like even though like Kevin Costner was the first Batman I saw on the big screen. (laughs) Not even close. Well, Kevin Costner.
0: You're right, Michael. <laughs> Michael Keaton. <laughs> Kevin Costner was Batman. Sorry,
1: what Superman? Sorry. sorry, no. Mr. No, <laughs> Brooks was he, the, the he, he was he was an alternative he, universe. He, he, <laughs> he, 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 he was
2: also Robin Hood without an English accent. He was uh, <laughs> Tim Cup. He so, was in Waterworld. So, <laughs> so, even though Michael Keaton Swiss. was the first Batman, <laughs> <I saw> that's <laughs> all big screen Kevin Conroy is definitely the like the, the most like whenever I think about yes. Batman the animated series is one of the first things that comes to mind oh yeah uh, and so yeah Ke- Kevin Conroy uh definitely and he did so like there are a few animated versions of Batman that Kevin Conroy didn't do the voice for he was uh, he was but, definitely
0: Batman for the longest yeah, yeah
2: yeah but he was for the longest and he was
0: Batman in all the Arkham games yeah. uh, except for Arkham Origins he was Batman in yeah, most of the animated movies. I think he was Batman in, in Under the Red Hood, which is like my favorite Batman movie. He was Batman in Justice League Unlimited, or Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Um, he was Batman Old Man Batman and Batman Beyond. He got to play a live-action version of Batman. Did he? Yes. So, the CW shows that are horrible and terrible, no good, very bad, uh, but I love them. They did a whole giant crossover event where they did a whole bunch of multiversal stuff, and at one point, uh, the, uh, original Batwoman, Ruby Rose, um, was the actress's name. And I think, uh, Supergirl went to a future or went to a multiverse where it was in the future and he got to play old man Batman where he's walking around in kind of like a, a biomechanical suit, um, low budget, but it was clear that like he, you know, this is like after Bane had broke his back maybe a couple more times or some shit, but, um, he's a very bitter old Batman, um. And it, he, made it, he made it very clear, though they didn't say it explicitly, that he actually killed the Joker, but also in that world, like, he had lost multiple Robins and shit. It was a real, it was, oh my god, it was so fucking therapeutic. Um, Kevin Conroy is, was one of the best actors, one of the best, like, proactive, like, good people in the world. Uh, no one, I, every interview that I've ever read about him, people speaking about him, post-mortem have nothing negative to say about this man at all um he does he, uh, oh god um the, the guy who does the voice of Raphael from the original Ninja Turtles and he did uh, Yakko yep. um, um
2: I, shit. I yes. forget his name too Shh. I follow him on TikTok but yeah he, he does all, he, he did Raphael and then in a later version of Turtles in he also did Donatello he did, uh, anyway, he did he, Yakko he had yeah. a
0: he had a podcast where he would Pinky. interview voice actors um uh, and he had Kevin Conroy on there and he had like the most Batman ass fucking story during nine 11. Um, everyone, you know, who was in New York at the time was volunteering because it was nine If you don't, if, if you don't remember nine eleven, then you're too uh, young yeah. to be listening to this podcast. But, um, he was in, he was just serving food. He was, he was working, um, for the, you know, to help the first responders and stuff and just serving food. And he was just bullshitting with people in the back. And someone said, "Oh, you know, what do you, know, you do?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm a voice actor." And he's like, "Oh, you know, you do voiceovers for commercials." And he's like, "No, I'm Batman." And he's like, "Bullshit." And um, he he did some. Like, he did. I, I am the. The I am the vengeance speech. Like I am the darkness. I am the night. I am the vengeance in the Batman voice. And like firemen from outside who were eating um, at grand, ground zero, trying to clear all the debris and shit, heard that and like got inspired by the fact that. The voice of Batman was serving them food. Just Kevin Conroy is such a fucking treasure, and it's so sad to see him go.
1: Yep. So. Rob Paulson. Here, here. Thank you, so Rob Paulson. Yes. Yep.
2: To For- Kevin Conroy. Yep. Kevin Conroy. Batman, your one was good. Yep. You did it.
0: I guess I don't actually know what this podcast is going to look it's like. It's going
1: to be great. It,
2: <laughs> it, it, it is, is going to be great. So, uh, Batman and Strangers
3: man Batman is pro sex so, worker. So it's funny. So
2: like we've talked about before, that we you know trying to come up with outlines that are a format for the podcast so we can be a little bit more streamlined. And I had I had one for this and then completely forgot about it, so we didn't use it at all. Uh, but, but also, then we got super drunk before we even started right. recording. <laughs> well, so how, unless and, an
0: outline is like highlight, like projected on the
2: refrigerator, I don't know who's really right, effective. Right. So what's the story about? We we talked about that. We don't need to go back to it. How was the writing? Like do we think this was re- well very written? Solid. I, I think best
1: of Frank Miller.
2: I do I think it was very well written. Um uh how does it compare to other Batman stories? It is it is what
0: Batman stories should be. Yeah. Batman stories should show like it should show what Gothamites see Batman as and then it should show the like the bullshit minutia of what it takes for Bruce Wayne to actually accomplish. that.
1: Batman's failures. Yes,
0: it should show Batman as, as it should humanize Batman. Yeah. Uh, how how would we rank this one? Um, this is five year ones out of five.
1: What was that? the other rating? The the fuckability? <laughs> would
0: you would you fuck this comic?
1: I don't know. What. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
2: Like I, I don't listen of to of
0: our <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> I'm not a fan of having paper cuts on my wiener. So yeah. it was um, your your last night. What was it? Five,
0: five cat women uh, wh- whipping the shit out of me out of five? I don't it's know, no know what the are talking like. about.
2: We, all, we, we all use a different ranking <laughs> yeah. style every time we rank a book. Alright, right,
1: so. all alright, <laughs> Yes. <It's- laughs> Would smash, I think was what we said previously. Oh, oh would Okay.
2: I mean,
0: yeah, 10 out ten out of 10 would smash, but like.
2: No, this, I, Batman. I think this is definitely better than the killing joke. Oh my which, god. You yeah. know, for this being our second Batman title on the show, uh, it, I think it is considerably better than, than killing joke. Um, yeah, I, I would, I, I think at first I was a little off put by the art because it did, again, it gave me the V for Vendetta vibes. Uh, but it grew on me. Like, it's, I think it was a good, solid story, but I didn't necessarily have. And, and I think also it may be a matter of uh, anytime somebody talks up a story, you mm-hmm. now have a higher expectation for it. And Mark had mentioned, you know, it was like, "I fucking love this. It's God amazing. Damn it, Mark. It's awesome." And that, no. Well, well, no, but that was now before. Fuck you! I had well, to read no, 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 the cat who between walls, So fuck you. But but like like that. You you <laughs> told me that before I read it, and so going into reading it, like I I didn't necessarily get wowed by like it was like oh this is fucking amazing but I did really enjoy it so like I would give it like the nine and a half out of ten or the four and a half out of five but definitely wood bang so I like how four like I like how wood bang is accompanying
0: like almost the highest rating (laughs) as though it wouldn't be like a, a one and a half out of five Still
3: so bang. <laughs> <laughs> it's just whether or not I would immediately call my
0: friends about it, or if like I would just let that slide. Double rapid like or... let that let that hit for six months and it's, like it's, Oh by the way, I it, fucked Batman Year One. Yeah, it's
2: not a moped. <laughs> yeah. You
4: know, like, so. 9.7. Won't bang, but take out to an ice <laughs>
2: <Well, laughs> table.
4: Appreciate it with the what, <laughs> what text to make sure they got <laughs> more safe? Uh,
2: so uh to to end, who would be your top three favorite Batmans? Let's leave out Kevin Conroy because I think we can all all agree that he is the best Batman. Okay. So top three Batmans and the worst Batman. So the top
0: two, two through four. Um, I don't know if this is necessarily in order, but Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson, and Christian Bale.
1: Those your top three?
0: Yeah, not necessarily in that order, but those are the not Kevin Conroy top three.
1: Mine would be Michael Keaton and then uh, Adam West. One more.
0: I can't do three! Adam West is not a good
1: Batman. How about Val Kilmer?
0: Uh, whoa, my God. Oh, goodness, really? really? Fucking Bale, Batfleck, and Patterson are not on, and you put fucking Val Kilmer on there? Val Kilmer was a terrible Batman. Really? He was a passable Bruce Wayne, but he was a terrible Batman. I don't know. Oh, God, uh.
1: So, and, and Adam West. This Adam could West. be its own podcast. Adam West
0: is not Batman. Adam West was adorable, and he was like creepy old man vibes. I he was not a good
1: Batman. I love fan. Adam West, and fuck you. Adam <laughs> Le-
0: the best thing about Adam West is he is directly responsible for the killing joke, Batman Year One, Batman Returns, because everyone... That's a lot. The only, he was directly responsible in the same way that, like, Reagan is directly responsible for all the shit that we're dealing with now, because, like... Because
1: of how bad he fucked up, they had to overcorrect. So you're saying Adam West was so fucked up. That... Adam
0: West Adam West, and the Adam West, like the Batman 67, was so childish and cartoonish. Yeah. They had to steer hard in the other direction to make it so that people wanted to buy Batman books.
1: Adam West, I love the Adam West when I go back and watch it because he was so, he had such a goofy universe that he existed in and he played it so straight. And it was so serious, and it may. And, but best and Batman, you can still enjoy it. But best Batman, I don't know. Like I, you like, can
0: still enjoy. I don't think. Okay, Batman here's what Robin. I'm
1: saying. Here's what I'm saying. I don't think we would have had the overcorrection. We wouldn't have had all the great I, Batman if it wasn't for Adam West.
0: Yes, but like that was not that. That is not a like positive thing. Like
1: that's mm-hmm. see that I, is I, the no 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 of the no no. Okay, okay, okay. I sorry, I said that wrong. I don't think we would have had any Batman because I think Adam West, my dad loved Adam West and he took me to go see the Michael Keaton Batman because he loved Batman so much. Sure. And that was the first movie I ever got to watch in the theaters because my dad loved Adam West so much. I got to see Michael Keaton and I loved Michael Keaton so much because it was just I, the no, fucking no. first. I'm three. not
0: shitting on my, I'm not shitting on Adam West, Batman. I'm, no, you can
1: shit on it. You're not okay. going my feelings. Good.
0: Um, one of his bad guys was, uh, Eggman. Like, it was just an egg. You but but an egg. that
1: shit was in the comics.
0: Yeah, I, I, no, it, it was. Again, I referenced The Condiment King earlier. I'm not saying Adam West Batman is bad. I'm just saying, like, top three Batman. Not top three that means the, the most to you, because that's not how I'm looking uh, at this, because I am inebriated. You're, you're and, and you're saying these
1: objective. More objectively? I don't know. I hated, uh, I, it's a weird dichotomy, because I love Batman begins so much, and I hated Christian Bales. Weird fucking voice. The
0: voice was a problem. It was like, it was know. such a good movie, and <laughs> but it's he
1: okay because fucked it up. When you
0: watch the trilogy, and then you hear Bane's fucked up voice at the end, <laughs> and you're like, oh, everyone has <laughs> everybody, a everybody, voice. At this everybody. That's is right. Just... If they would have done Penguin, he would have just, like, smoked really high pitched, like a penguin. I, I thought,
1: uh, at, <laughs> what's it, Patterson did a great job. I think Patterson did a great job. But I can't movie. say he's my favorite because he's not super memorable.
0: Oh, I think he is. I think. So the reason I like him
1: is because he's emo's fuck. He's just He sad. did a good job. He's
0: he's like my chemical Batman.
1: Yeah. I have, no, I have no beefs. I no beefs. I I feel like he did a great job. Yeah. I loved everything about him. I love the fact that like the director told him to work out and he said, I will and he did yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. I love that he just did his own thing. But for some reason I think that like I Adam West also didn't work out. I'm not. I'm not committing. I'm committing to this, and I'm not doing. I'm not doing it because I'm being spiteful. Shit, I truly love Adam West's Batman, and I truly love Michael Keaton. And I thought Val Kilmer did a way better job than a lot of people give him credit for. He was. He was. He's a beautiful man, in my opinion. Val Kilmer is a beautiful man, and like he just played the stoic. I, I feel like he's the closest thing we got to Kevin Conroy on screen.
0: Oh, that
4: one hurts! I really like how you're like. Tell me your three favorite Batman and why they should be the same thing I did, or else you're wrong. (laughs) This goes on the internet, right?
0: Tell me your favorite movie and why is it Batman Begins.
1: (laughs) That's how the internet works. Also, I didn't propose the question. This is Shane's fault. I love that our answers are completely different. Like, when I heard your answers, was like, oh, shit. This is not going <laughs> to go well. See, listen,
0: That's like, the one I like to encourage in friendship, is when I say something, the opposing person says, oh, shit.
4: I, see, I, like, I like Adam West Batman, too. But then again, it's for nostalgia purposes, because every little you know little kids have watched movie on repeat mine was the fucking Adam West Batman movie. with the
0: bark the Batman uh, shark repellent I yeah. almost said bark repellent
4: uh, <laughs> that was my movie I watched all
3: yeah. time oh, yeah. the time yeah
1: oh
0: yeah it was yes that was very good and um, I mean I I will say that like I really enjoy to the Batman movie specifically I enjoy the cartoonish characterizations of the Joker and the Penguin and the Riddler and Catwoman um, and I definitely had a crush on Eartha Kit
3: before God, I knew damn. what the crushes were Yeah,
0: but crushes. I don't think, I don't think. It's
1: okay. It it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's not okay. <laughs> well, no, 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 no so. I, I agree. I think, I think you have a lot more leverage in this argument no, no, than no. I do. No, no. It's perfect, purely it subjective. Is, it, it is purely
0: subjective. And so, Adam, Val Kilmer, though, uh, if you say George Clooney, I'm going to flip no, this goddamn listen, so, over.
2: so, well, that, the follow up qu- uh, you. On well, the listen, the, fo- <laughs> the follow up question, uh, we'll, we'll come to that. So, yeah. I was going to say Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, and I also was going to say Adam West. Just not because I'm well, tired well, of
0: doing a podcast with old people. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's
2: it's not because so not because of like the like the show the, like the, the show was kind of zany, but like so Batman began as Detective Comics, and I felt like the Adam West version of Batman was more about hey, how can we solve the problem, and less about like I'm going to be a superhero or I'm less, it, It's I'm going to go out and 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 detective...
3: There is a scene where Batman talks
0: to himself on, on two different phones. Batman... There is a scene from the Batman show where Commissioner Gordon... And uh, I don't know who the fuck the actual cop was, whatever. Also, Commissioner Gordon is like a thousand years old in the Batman show. What the fuck is that about? This is not... not Hashtag not my Commissioner Gordon. But there's a scene where Batman is standing in a study and Burt Ward fucking Robin is just standing there watching him do this. And he's on the phone with himself. And Commissioner <laughs> Gordon and the cop are fucking listening to Batman have a conversation with himself. Those are the worst cops in that podunk <laughs> ass. And also, Gotham City looks like they say shot it on the same set as fucking, not Leave it to Beaver, Andy Griffith's show. Yeah. And so, like, that they is did, not a Gotham City. What no. the shit? And Mr. Freeze looks like he has a fucking vacuum on his back? No. Fuck everyone in this <laughs> world.
3: But so mad. the
2: follow-up question was, who do you think is the worst George Batman? Winn. And we could all say it. Hey, one, two, three. George. George Winn. Winn. Sorry, George. Oh, no, I, will, <laughs> I like you as a person.
1: I you will say like the a Batman guy. that
0: did the black and white stuff in like the 30s oh, yeah. was also not about a great that. Batman. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Uh, like it's not necessarily his fault, but he definitely looked like he just like cracked a six pack. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah so I was that? watching a the thing. Uh, they they just like the guy was wearing. He he was not in shape at all. Like the suit made him look even pudgier. He was in
0: more was shape just, than I am currently, but still, you're like, a shape man. You're,
2: I, you're I, I a am shape. in shape. That is accurate
0: <laughs> information. Um, but 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 still, I, I yeah George Clooney was bad, and I don't necessarily even think that it was his fault. No, like, I don't think it was his fault. No,
2: a lot of nipples on. Yeah, it. yeah.
4: That yeah. Nipples in the bat credit card. Yeah, that's.
2: The, the two things I remember the most about this show like whenever I saw it in theaters and I say I remember the most but like the thing that come to mind now as an adult is I remember no Uma Thurman is what I remember well, I most. remember when like he was, there was a scene where he's strapping on his suit and, the, oh, and, and there, were, so and there were two things that, that got so a gay. crowd response is when he buckled on the the cock piece or the The cod cod piece, piece, whatever he buckled on his groin piece and it had a noticeable bulge. Oh yeah. Everyone laughed about that. And then we put on the breastplate plate and he had the nipples on it. Everyone laughed about that. So like if there's a Batman movie and the two things that come to mind the most is your bulge and your nipples, that just doesn't come across as a good Batman show to me. Uma Thurman was sexy as shit. I love Uma. Th- so I'm if not
0: entirely I... sure that Tom Hardy's ba- Bane was worse than the Bane in the Batman and Robin movie, but it was it was comparable. Mister um, Freeze's puns were comedy gold. Now that I'm a father, um, <laughs> That credit card was fucking great. They did it like a version of the Batussy, which was hilarious because it was a callback to your shitty Batman, but also. I it, don't it own f- that Batman. <laughs> it is one of the, it's like the first time in a Batman movie where they actually reference another DC property, because in Batman and Robin, um, he's fighting with Robin because er, he Chris O'Donnell's a thirty five year old
3: teenager.
0: But he said, "This is why Superman works alone," and that actually was like a big fucking deal when that happened when that movie came out because that's the first time because they had the Christopher Reeve Superman movies beforehand. But that was the first time in any Warner Brothers movie that they had actually mentioned. Which is infuriating
1: that Marvel went to such lengths to create like the Avengers and everything when they didn't own the rights to it. Warner Brothers had the rights to all.
0: Oh, Marvel had the rights to everything. The no, No, they no, no, no. like
1: like yeah, except for Spider-Man and X-Men.
0: Yeah. But but when they set up
1: And they, Hulk. They they, don't have, they the right. have
0: they have rights to They can use
1: sword. Hulk, but they can't move a, make a Hulk movie. <coughs> yeah, exactly. Universal has the distribution. So there's a lot of like weird Yes, but 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 Mar- Warner Brothers could do whatever the fuck they wanted I, with I, I see your point. All yeah, their and, characters. Well, yeah, Warner and Brothers, they didn't.
0: Well, what they they didn't think it was they didn't treat it seriously. They didn't, and, and this is, I hope James Gunn does a great job. I think that the idea of searching for a Kevin Feige was flawed in its conception, and, and putting uh, that kind of mantle or pressure of being a Kevin Feige on James Gunn's shoulders seems like it, it's going to have negative repercussions. But Kevin Feige is someone who was able to orchestrate what he did because he's he took the source material seriously, yeah. and no one at Warner Brothers had ever taken no. the source yeah. material seriously. And then when the Avengers came out, that's when they were like, "Oh, we can do that too. We have all of these but toys." Too late. And they, 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 you know, they did Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, and Justice League. They
1: just, they goddamn just it, fucked it up. How
0: bad do you? How bad would the Avengers have been if you went Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Avengers? Yeah, like it, it wouldn't have made any sense, and it would no. have been a gobbledygook
2: mess. So I, I think that's the reason why I like I. I have this idea in my mind that I don't like DC as much as I do Marvel. You don't like Scott Snyder. And I think it's because of the way the DC movies have been portrayed Ooh. is like that. They don't build anything up. They don't like, but whenever I look at the comics though, it's like, okay, like I have been reading the Batman comics. I really enjoy them. Yeah, I see it was a top I, seller. Yeah. yeah. I'd loved, I loved Swamp Thing as a kid. You know, I love Sandman. I Dr- now, granted growing a lot, up. A we, lot of the comics I yeah. like, are the black label vertigo kind of stuff, you know, yes. as opposed to the mainstream DC. But like I do like DC, but like the the, the Warner Brothers Warner Brothers there. version, the movies, you know, all that stuff has made me not like it as much.
0: I maintain that that the reason the Black Label stuff is good, and what what DC what Warner Brothers never paid off is the idea that the dark stuff is good because you know the one superhero is there making everything bright. That is the reason why Batman works. That's the reason why, like, Sandman and, and the Dark Vertigo shit works, is because you know it's coming from the same company that makes a Boy Scout in fucking tights that's untouchable. Right. And without that Boy Scout, then everything is just this muddly, gay, gray goo, and dark and rainy and just fucking mopey and shit, and there's, like, that is why Wonder Woman did so well, I think, and was such a good movie, is because... The way Gal Godot plays Wonder Woman is she's like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, I'm a badass, I can't be killed, and I want to make everything good, and I'm going to make everything good, and it doesn't matter. It's like a fish out of water thing. Like, I'm just going to stop this fucking car with my hands in the middle of everything and disregard the fact that people are going to be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You're not human. What what the fuck's up with that? Um, like, they managed to make the Wonder Woman movie a bright, shining beacon mm-hmm. in World War One,
1: Even though they still ended it with a CGI monster. They still ended it with a CGI <laughs> well, monster fight. But it's still somehow... Say, and, and Warner and and Brothers lot, is going
0: to Warner Brothers. Yeah, well, and, lo-
1: and lots of cliches in it. But yes. somehow it still worked out.
0: It still worked out because, again, like, you know, I think a lot of that was Gal Gadot. And I don't yeah. think... Henry Cavill, or, or excuse me, a lot of that was probably Patty Jenkins, because I think that Henry Cavill um, mm-hmm. can do what uh, Wonder Woman did. Like he <laughs> could play Superman in that bright, shining way. He just was not given good material, and I think Patty Jenkins is the one that really made Wonder Woman, um, you know, shine like that. Uh, and then I'm not entirely sure what happened with Wonder Woman eighty four. I, I can't speak to that. I, so let's say it was kind of. I haven't seen I do it. Have yet. To, it's I, bad.
2: I do have to admit, like. Because of I don't know my stigma of DC, there's a lot of DC movies I haven't seen. Like I haven't seen the Wonder Woman movies. I want to like I I, I do wonder want Woman to
3: watch one the is Wonder Woman movies, but uh, it's
1: it's frustrating because it's so cliche. But it's a g- stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he was trying to give me more alcohol, and I've had way too much. I'm a pusher. <laughs>
4: no,
0: we, no, we on inebriate an analysis, we are pro consent. So yeah, no, I, I wonder. There's guys, a lot of cookie cool. episodes. The- well, we are still pro-consent, we are not, we are very anti-whatever they were doing in that and every other uh, book by, not Frank Miller, who the fuck, shit, Alan Moore. Um, <laughs> I feel
1: very violated right so, now.
0: So, uh, yeah, Wonder uh, Wonder Woman's good movie. <laughs> Wonder Woman 84. Wonder Woman 84 has some issues with consent. Um, at, at a certain point, Wonder Woman wishes her boyfriend back to life, and instead of coming back to life, he inhabits the body of a, a stranger. Um, on the street and then wonder woman definitely fucks that whoa person i gotta watch this it in stranger's body and so like only wonder woman can see chris pine but then like everybody else sees this other person and then like this other person just doesn't have the memories of fucking wonder woman it's weird it's fucking weird it's unnecessarily Ugh. weird
2: <laughs> so, like i mean to, i also like this is no segue but i gotta back up because we were talking about how you guys all thought uma, uma thurman is so so hot I honestly, I never thought Uma Thurman was that attractive. I did like her. I, I did think she was attractive as, as, uh, uh, The Bride? No, as Poison Ivy. Have you seen Baron Munchausen? Uh, but I just, I don't know. There's just something, I just never, like, I, I can understand why other people would think she's attractive. I've just, like, she's never been approved, like, oh yeah, she's fucking hot, but, have, you, have you seen but, Baron Munchausen? No. But Alicia Silverstone in since- Batman and Robin.
0: Alicia Silverstone is way hotter and clueless because so I will, I will give, I will fun. give every possession I have to someone that can give me a good bottom lip bite. Holy shit.
2: Yeah, no, oh, like yeah. Alicia, so, like,
1: and Baron, and Baron, Baron Mutchhausen, she does a full nude Venus de Milo, and she's like 20 years old. with her, Yeah. Right she on. looks great. Again, Baron Hush- again, Munchausen not- is the first superhero movie I ever saw. Too. Again, I'm not saying. Like, again, even- I'm not- watch it. Okay, watch I- 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 Baron I Munchausen.
2: I understand why other people watch think she's attractive. Like, and I think like. She is attractive But like as far For I'm a big face guy Like I don't care How hot your body is Oh no she's very If I don't think If I don't think Your face is pretty I'm not gonna be Attracted to you So and like I just Like she's not ugly But like she's also Not someone who I look at And think oh you're Beautiful
3: So
0: using that logic I do think that she Is more attractive Than Kill Bill Like I think her face Her face is more Attractive than Kill Bill Because she doesn't Have all the bullshit Like glittery makeup That Poison Ivy has but no, I think Uma Thurman has a beautiful face.
2: No, and again, like I don't want people to take me wrong. I'm not saying she's ugly. Like no, I, I don't I'm not saying no, she's I, I am just vehemently disagreeing right, with Right. Her I'm point. not saying she's not pretty. I'm just saying that she's not somebody that I look at and that I'm smitten by their beauty. Speaking whereas, of whereas Alicia Silverstone, some I look at her and I'm like, fuck, dude, she's cute as fuck. Okay,
0: speaking and... of attractive Batman people, Drew Barrymore was in Batman Forever. Holy fuck, Drew Barrymore, I have had a crush was on her. She... She huh. was one of, uh, she was, so, um, Two-Face had the, the, like, the two chicks, Salt and Spice. She was Salt. Really? She was the, the white one. I don't one. remember that. And I don't, I don't remember who the, who's. Drew
2: Barrymore is adorably yes. cute.
0: I don't remember who Spice was. I feel like Spice was also someone that was, like, tangentially, um, famous at that point. Um, and I definitely would have preferred, like, Drew Barrymore to be dressed up like Spice, because I love me some goth chicks, but,
1: <laughs> Yeah. The first time I got really attracted to Drew Barrymore, I'm very drunk, um, Drew Barrymore is uh, on Jay Leno, she flashed Jay Leno. That and was David Letterman. David Letterman, you're right. Because that was
0: right around the time her Playboy issue came out that I definitely didn't steal from a friend of mine. Okay,
1: I'm very drunk, and I meant David Letterman. That's fine, I'm with because you. Because I hate Jay Leno, but I what saw that I was watching that with my friend, and I thought, that's like the closest thing to porn I'd ever seen in my lo- life. Uh, I was on network TV, yeah, it was, Yeah, I it was, was like, was whoa, she just... Showed her yes. tits to wait, David wait, Letterman. So you preferred Letterman to Leno? Yeah. Or, oh yeah. Really? I like Leno over Letterman. Leno's just the easy jokes. I like the layers, which, which
0: makes me sad because I really like Jimmy Fallon before he took over the Tonight Show because, um, yeah, it, the Tonight Show is just like the milk toast of late night shows.
2: But so what's weird is talking about Batman Forever. Is I love Tommy Lee Jones. But I hated him as Two Face. I did too.
0: That's because he hated his whole fucking life.
2: And I, like, and he hated I,
0: Jim Carrey. He hated everything well, about that yeah,
2: well, movie. Yeah. And, and I, I've always loved so Jim Carrey's work, but I hated Jim Carrey as Riddler. Yeah. Like I, well, did, I, I like, thought he did okay. Now, great, like at the time, I enjoyed the movie. Like I enjoyed the movie for what it was. But later in life, like I just I didn't. I'm like Jim Carrey. I, I don't think he did a good Riddler. I don't think he did the Riddler justice. I don't think. I don't think you know Tommy Lee Jones did Two Face justice. Like it's no. I, I
0: think that that um, Aaron Eckert did a much better Two Face. Um, I I liked the Riddler because the Riddler, the Riddler in Batman Forever to me was they took the Adam West Riddler from this from Batman sixty seven, and that all that energy, all that like toying with Batman, and then what would happen if that person was actually a fucking psychopath, um, which. I think it's a really interesting take on the Riddler compared to like the Riddler that's in the patents of Batman, which you haven't
2: seen. But okay, um, but I also have to say TJ correct me. Like Uma Thurman is very pretty. And very pretty. <laughs> um, like I may I don't know may, may, oh, YouTube, maybe oh you two. correcting arguments and showing well, nudity. Know, maybe it's just like some of the looks that I've seen her in in movies. I like it's Maybe the particular I mean, again, look or the style. Batman and
0: Robin. She had like when she was Poison Ivy, she had a lot of like bullshit makeup on her face. Yeah.
2: Like I so, agree, and, with that. and maybe yeah, and and that could be it. But like th- that right there, um, yeah, I that that is that right like right around the time that she married Ethan Hawke.
1: No, this is way before. This is like her.
0: she she married Ethan Hawke pretty young. My this mind, is
1: before my, that. My okay. mind has been changed. Barry was like the early yeah. My mind 90s. has been changed.
0: Uh, right on. Um, a lot of so we're we're watching a probably a very specific scene that TJ had mentioned. Um, but a lot of those actors look very familiar. This is a superhero movie.
1: I call it a superhero movie because they all had superpowers. It's a great fucking. Oh my movie. god!
0: It's that guy from fucking um, Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, Terry Gilliam. No, that, that's
1: not Terry Gilliam. Uh, but no, he's, he's no, I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, uh the table. Guy, the guy from Monty Python. Yeah, the
0: guy, the one guy. That's not John Cleese. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the other guy, not John Cleese. Eric but. Idle. Eric Idle, thank you. It's Eric Idle, and he runs super fast. Eric Idle's character is like the Flash in this. Wow. It's 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 very meta. Before anything was meta, this is a great movie. If you have time, I'm serious. When you get downtime, Baron Munchausen, the Adventures of Baron Munch- Munchausen.
0: Is it like a like a parody or comedic kind of like? Is it like Monty Python? No,
1: it's weird because it's meta, but and it's funny, but it's weird. Strangely, it takes itself seriously.
0: This is a very artistic scene. It is beautiful. Very Venus de Milo, Venus out of the sea kind of thing. Uh, Very interesting podcast. That guy also looks familiar. Very interesting podcast dynamic where two of us just watch a video (laughs) that the other two just watched. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. So, like, after seeing that, yeah, Uma
1: Thurman would be on my hall pass list now. <laughs> like, that's also like you you let you led this with like nude. She's like not nude. I th- I thought I saw a titty at some point. You, you,
2: there, you, you kind of uh, get some side like, hair. If you there's can a,
1: like, a like pause perhaps. it, like just right, I, I think you can see some like, nipples. Pause
0: and scroll <laughs> on your phone for Uma Thurman's nipple, which I guarantee is in another fucking movie. <laughs> uh,
4: there's a there's a thing there that you could.
2: You can
0: see a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, TJ, I've already seen nipples. I just want to know (laughs) what the steak tastes like. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Uwe Thurman, very attractive. Also, uh, Nicole Kidman, very attractive.
1: Oh yeah, and Kim Basinger. Nicole Kidman, was attractive. Wait, who's Kim Basinger? She
0: was in the first Batman. I know the name. she She was was Nicole Kidman? Michelle Pfeiffer. Ha, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, Uh, Michelle uh, Pfeiffer. Kim Kim Basinger was in the first Batman.
2: Right, right. She
1: was Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. I can't picture thick, her. Think oh, thank that you. Is, that is... A, no, no, no. That no, that's a, Prince. Th-
0: no, uh, that is from Chuck.
1: Oh, I was that thinking of Prince. That is from the
0: first episode of Chuck. No, but
1: Chuck got it from the Prince song, because there's a Prince song oh, it, where a, he goes...
0: See, th- I, th- I have not... I haven't actually watched or listened to... I know that, um, like, Bat-Dance is on um, there, and I know that Prince did the music for the first Batman, but okay. I actually have listened to the this album. Is,
1: my dad was a huge Prince fan, which is really weird because he loved heavy metal and really masculine is fu- stuff. Pre-
0: well, that's, yeah, okay, got
1: me there. So, you... but my dad swore that he was, like, the greatest, like, macking music. Like, if you wanted to get with a girl, you played <laughs> Prince. And so, like, he loved Batman, and then Prince was doing the soundtrack to Batman, so we had to go watch Batman, and then we bought the Batman soundtrack, so I, I'm very that familiar with weird a weird... Convergence of... Yeah,
0: well, like the Batman movie is such a weird fucking thing that exists in our culture. Yes, it is. Like it was, it was. We're we're gonna take the dark grittiness of Batman. We're gonna we're gonna take Batman uh, as Adam West had him. And we're just gonna throw that aside. That's yeah. what everybody knows, and nobody reads the comic books, so we're gonna take the comic books. Well, I mean, dark and
2: gritty. They brought the zaniness in. It was really kooky and kind of like. But so,
0: but so like so it, it, again, like you know, everyone knows Adam West Batman, and that's weird. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna do dark. We're gonna take the dark stuff. And then you know who we're gonna make Batman? The guy from Mister Mom. Yeah, that's who we're gonna make Batman. Um,
3: and multiplicity—it's it's
0: dark and gritty and spooky and scary. And so we're gonna make Tim Burton do it. And you know who we're gonna ha- ha- be the Joker? Um, the fucking guy from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he'll be a great Joker. Okay, and uh, you know I did he'll, like he'll, his Joker. And, and to he's round, my
1: favorite Joker. It's
0: that is blasphemy. And then to round out the whole picture, he's one To of round out the whole characters. picture, we are gonna bring some. Tiny black dude from Minnesota in high heels. <laughs>
1: that part so, I agree with. It's, <laughs> it's such weird. a fucking weird. Like, it is an it anomaly. Is weird. It's a mathematical anomaly. It really well, is. and the
2: fact yeah. that Joker shoots down the Batmobile with a pistol that's got like a three foot barrel. It on
1: could it. have an arm piercing round. Yeah. it
2: could. But um, I would say Jack Nicholson. The Penguin. No, that's second one. Jack Nicholson is probably my second favorite Joker. No, no, he after was
3: Heath Ledger.
1: Okay, Heath Ledger was great. Like in a modern sense, like philosophically, he was a great Joker. But th- that Joker that uh, Jack Nicholson played was creepy. He was fucking creepy and he was funny. And he, like, hit all the notes, and people don't appreciate that about him. I'm not saying, and, and I'm not very, saying
2: he wasn't a good Joker. He's just I, a good, like, would, when, would, when he I wears even, makeup to look like sh- a
1: normal person, I
2: like, even, I,
3: that shit's creepy. I would he's even go sh-
2: so far to say that he is on par with Heath Ledger's Joker, and that you would not have had Heath Ledger's Joker had you not had Jack Nicholson's Joker. He was bet Okay, I, I don't. He's he my would, favorite. I, I would put the, uh, that's fine. At favorite, the very yeah. least, I would put the two on par. I loved Heath Ledger. Uh, I'm not even gonna yeah, ever bash yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah.
1: I loved his weird think, anarchy Joker. Why are it was we not great.
0: talking about Jared Leto more? That's all I'm saying. I, <laughs>
1: <God damn. laughs> Fuck you! man! I say, no, no, no.
0: I will say if you haven't, Jared Leto's Joker is bullshit. Jared Leto is a very problematic person. Yeah. Um, I will say that if you have not watched this, this uh, Scott Snyder Justice League. It's also bad, Um, (laughs) but there's a scene because Scott Snyder's Justice League is so bad. There's a scene that takes place in the future because reasons, because it's bad, and it's Batman, Batfleck, and I think Harley Quinn is there, maybe not, but also the Flash is there as Ezra Miller's the Flash, which probably isn't going to happen. But he's like he looks old because you can tell time has passed because his hair is different, and there's like a couple other people. And, like, Batman's wearing that weird fucking Batman duster that he's wearing. And Jared Leto's Joker's there. But also, you can tell it's the future because his hair's longer. And at some point, like, they're, like, walking under Metropolis because Batman's taking over the world with Darkseid. It's fucking weird, guys. Um, and then the only good thing that ever happened from Jared Leto's Joker is he flat out calls... He calls out Batman because Batman let Jared, Lo- Jared Leto's Joker <laughs> kill... Robin. It's a very convoluted story that I'm telling, but basically Jared Little's Joker says something about you let your Robin die, or you let me kill your Robin, and Batman, Ben Affleck Batman just goes up to you like, one of these days I'm gonna kill you. I Believe me, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like, that was the only cool thing that ever happened from Jared Little's Joker. That being said, watch Zack Snyder's Justice League on some sort of hallucinogenic because (laughs) it's fucking insane. It's so insane. That one particular scene is so dumb because it's a future predicated on the fact that when Superman was dead, but before he came back to life, after the doomsday situation that happened in Batman versus Superman, that Batman fucked Lois Lane and got her pregnant. Because reasons? Because Scott Snyder doesn't know what the fuck he wants to do with superheroes. What? I swear <laughs> to Christ in heaven, that is what happens.
1: Holy
3: shit.
0: Superman sides with Darkseid and takes over and becomes like super bad guy Superman because Batman fucks Lois Lane while Superman is dead, but before they know he can come back to life.
1: That is amazing. I've got to watch that. Scott Sanders' Justice League is stupid. That is stupid. Yes. But also like a train wreck. I want to watch it now.
0: I mean, it's a four-hour train wreck, but the good news is it breaks it up real nicely so you know you can stop (laughs)
1: watching it. Go take another hit. Come back. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah thanks, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening to this
2: uh, episode of Nibrate Analysis. Join us next time as we explore the grim dark world of Warhammer 40k. Uh,
0: it's Warhammer forty thousand, specifically forty thousand. Yeah, forty k 40K.
2: because it's forty thousand. It, it is specifically uh, Warhammer
0: forty thousand.
2: Technically, we're in the thirtieth millennia instead of the forties millennia because we're going to be talking about Horus Rising, which is the big beginning of the Horus Heresy. Woo.
3: So, G- Games
0: Workshop, make yep, sure it is for yep, so things. So, if Game Workshop, if you want to yeah. come out there and sponsor us, I know that it's specifically Warhammer 40,000, mate. What's the
1: difference between 40,000 and 40K?
0: Um, copyright. copyright. Like, it's.
2: It's just—I still don't understand.
1: It's harder to copyright
0: forty k than it is forty thousand.
2: They've copyrighted Warhammer forty thousand, but everyone shortens it to Warhammer forty k. Forty k is the colloquial
4: sense. Colloquial. colloquial. That's okay. You're drunk. So
2: join us next time as we get drunk and we talk about the horse hair. This
0: analysis has been so inebriated. Holy shit. (laughs)